Hey, what's up, listener? Thanks for pressing play. This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we got your full spoiler review the latest Marvel Studios movie, Black Panther. Joining us on the show is TJ Johnson from the Voice from the Underground podcast as we break down this box office record-breaking film, geek out over the Easter eggs, and discuss what it means for the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Plus, listener mailbag and so much more, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Friday, February 23rd, 2018. Wakanda forever! Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock it. Be nerded. Be funny. Disturb it. Jock it. Be nerded. Spoiler alert. Jock it. Be nerded. Be funny. Disturb it. Hello, how are you, listener? Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Jock and Nerd. Where we give you comic book, TV, and superhero news, reviews, and whatever we choose every week since 2015. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And he's the rug boy. What's up, rugs? Good earth to you. Yeah, what's up, motherfuckers? (laughs) How's it going? (laughs) I'm here. Yeah, he's here. He's healthy. Uh, that Who's la- that voice? Who that laughter, is laughing? That oh. jolly laughter. That, that's not the, 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 this person, that's not their cue. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, invisible person. That Sorry. laughter you hear, that hearty, joyful laughter comes from our very special guest this episode. Joining us is uh, a listener to the show, a fellow podcaster himself, a jock and a nerd, co-host of Voice from the Underground Podcast. It's TJ Johnson. TJ, welcome to the Empire of Stupidity. How are you? Well, you know, I, I was in. I was looking for a podcast, and I think I stumbled across this one. But I'm fabulous. Thanks so much for asking. I, I really appreciate the uh, the consideration here. Thanks, man. He just Ooh. fell into our podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for falling into How can the we pod. Get chicks to do this. Look, well, <laughs> well, they they see what Imran looks like as the logo, and they go, they run the opposite oh. direction. Yeah. I look like Wizzo from the Bozo Show. That's scary. Nobody wants to uh, have anything to do with that. Hey, if you're a first time listener, thanks for checking us out. This show, you see the title. It's all. It's going to be Black Panther. Nothing but Black Panther. The greatness that is the MCU. We're going to review the movie. Full spoilers. Uh, check out the show notes at jockandnerd.com slash 209 for everything we talk about in this episode and all the ways you can subscribe to the pod. That way it comes right to you. You don't miss a show. But before we get to the movie, TJ, yes, uh, yes. I want you to turn on our listeners what? to your show. Tell us mm. a little bit. What is the Voice from the Underground podcast all about? What are you guys doing? Well, you know, so at Voice from the Underground, we kind of try to bring some sense to the senseless. There's a whole Ooh. lot of shit. I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's a lot of shit that's happening in the news. I may have noticed some you shit going on. might have heard yeah. some yeah. shit of some shit. Yeah. I, yeah. We try to make some sense out of it. Um, some degrees of success, some not. We spend a lot of time uh, going back and forth with each other, which is fun. You know, it's always a good time to do that. But we just try to, if I could be serious for a moment, we just try to give voice to the voiceless. Hence that's the title. awesome. Voice from the underground. Who else is on the show? Uh, so it's myself. It is Big Highs, and it is also Dutch, our man Jason. Who uh, I know that guy. I think yeah. you might have met him once or several times before. He was so. I've been you know, on I, his I other podcast. You, I gotta tell you, he is uh, he is such a huge fan. He was the one that literally told me about you guys. I was like, you've got to check him out because I'm pretty much the nerd slash tech slash 
pop culture geek of the group. Okay. And he was like, you've got to check these guys out. These guys are awesome. And I, I've been a fan ever since. So. Oh, man. I can't. That's awesome. I don't know why you guys listen. And look, <laughs> Jason's other show, Cubbyhole Podcast, it's already infamous. If you listen to the last two episodes, I made that show famous. Infamous. <laughs> I beat, hey, Ron, I, don't give yourself all that credit. No, you I made mean, the show famous, you asshole. I made him famous. I, I'll make you famous just like Emilio Estevez and Young oh. Guns. Look, me being an asshole, everybody's talking about Cubbyhole Podcast. Just turn to your left and ask someone. Everybody's talking about it. There so this is actually the first part of a crossover, listener. Uh, we're going to talk about Black Panther here. I was here. on that Cubbyhole Podcast, by yes, the way. I was the on the first episode. The inaugural yeah, episode. You were. Yeah, you yeah. were. And then I'm going over tomorrow night. We're going to do this all over again over on the Voice from the Underground podcast. So definitely check out that show, uh, even though I'll probably be repeating a lot of the same shit we're going to say tonight. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> That's okay. That's DJ, good. Uh, I want to find out one more thing about you, a little bit about your background. But let Ooh. me tell you, because I listen to your guys' show. Okay. Uh, and it's very good. I highly recommend it. You guys got a, had a great start from the beginning. The sound quality on point, uh, the, the chemistry on point. You clearly have known each other. You guys are very smart. The conversations are great. Highly recommended. Thanks, we appreciate that. If you listen to our first podcast, it sounds like we are in underwater in a hallway somewhere. <laughs> and and I also sound. You're, yeah, you sound depressed. Yeah. I sound like an NPR host. I was like, well, this week on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We had, and I was like, what was wrong with me? Who is this asshole? But, you know, you got to start somewhere. But what is your background? Here's what I know about you from listening to the show. All right, go for it. You are a father. I am. Look All at right. you. All right. Okay. Nice. You are and the Holy a, Spirit. You and, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you are, uh, you're a big gamer. Oh, huge gamer. Two oh, I'm two. liking. I'm liking. Uh, you are also a kind of a jock and a nerd. You're into sports, obviously. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a jock and a bit of a nerd, hence the hence me being here. I'm enjoying it so and far. And my like best it. part, the best part, you're a huge Game of Thrones fan. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do we have enough time to talk that? We don't have no, enough time for no, that. No, no, that's no. a different show. Sorry. <laughs> different show. That'll go way Push too long. Out of here. But yes, what, other, what other background do you have that, uh, that you found yourself making a podcast? Oh, so I have a, I have a, I graduated from the Illinois Media School. Um, so I have a degree in broadcasting, television, media. Uh, oh, so shit. This, yeah, man. That's what I went you're, to school you're for. You're professional. So I, I had a radio show at the school, uh, nominated. For, actually, I had the best show at the campus for about three months in a row. Right um, on. Done a lot of television, uh, behind the scenes work, a lot of on-camera interviewing, things of that nature. So this is this is what I wanted to do. I've always wanted to have a, 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 a platform, if you will, to be, out and, to be able to reach out and affect people's lives and just have a conversation with them, you know. Sometimes that's just the most important part is opening up dialogue, whatever it is, you know, for things that are or might be uncomfortable to talk about. They have to start somewhere. And uh, I think that that's kind of why we started that Voice from the Underground podcast to just have a, a opportunity to open up dialogue for a lot of things that people just don't want to. They don't want to talk about a lot of wow, you're selling me politics. on this. Yeah, dude, it's a good show. <laughs> like, this is what you do. You listen to their show. It's all deep and heavy. And then you come listen to our show and you just forget about everything and listen to dick jokes for like an hour and a half. That's why I started the show. I wanted the platform to make dick jokes. Right, Ruggs? There you go. In fact, I Ruggs and I go back like 20 years. Ruggs came from college radio. Yes, nice. I uh, I specialize in ball jokes, not just dick jokes. Yeah, see, like, he's uh, kind of expanded his. The undercarriage you know, is yeah. never nice. ignored. They never give that enough. I'm, enough I'm more into stick and ball sports, but that's just me. <laughs> I, I think the taint is very ignored in, in the joke. Uh, I agree. Category. Anthony, you can cover the taint. <laughs> Anthony <laughs> covers the taint. You know, you don't want to pigeon your hole yourself, but just the dick. That's that's the point. No, that's that's too. That's that's not enough. Not enough. Right on. Look, See, we, we, met, we met our quota for dick jokes already. <laughs> dick jokes quota. 
Uh, oh, is, now on to Black Panther. Now let's get <laughs> let, well. Exactly. Let's get on to the movie, the Jock, Jock and Ned podcast. Right after I mention where you can get in touch with us, listener, we will get to the movie. Visit our website, jockandnerd.com slash contact for our Twitter, our Facebook page. Uh, you can send us your voice, audio comments, and you can join the Jock and Nerd Nation, which is our super fun poppin' Facebook group. Uh, new people joining every week. Welcome this week to Glenn Hughes, Steve Lee, Piolo Yamamoto De La Cruz, Whoa. which is an amazing wow. name. Sounds like a character from Altered Carbon. I love yes. that name. Alex Dusso, Jack Durr, Calentura Vargas, and Justin Banner, cousin of Bruce Banner. Yes. Don't make him angry. Uh, <laughs> thanks he for just turns it. into like a really chill guy. Justin Banner doesn't really get mad. He just get, he turns in, he gets agitated a little bit. Yeah. He just gets frustrated. Um, Alex Dusso said, thanks for the ad. Been listening to your podcast for a few weeks now. First time really getting invested into the podcast realm and enjoying the series. So, Alex's first experience with podcasts was us. I'm so sorry, Alex. Yeah. I'm sorry. We, well, we, we, we've yeah, always, we painted your life. It's yes. always There's weird the to be the one There's to take someone's again. cherry. It is. Listen, taint, secret word for today, taint. Every time you say it, you get you get points. Uh, do we course, scream real loud? Sure. You. Oh, yeah. Like on Pee Wee's Playhouse? We yeah. can do that if you want. Uh, I'll give you points. But, of course, I think everyone has seen this movie. But if you haven't, listener, I got to play this. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Cause this is full spoiler. We're gonna spoil the fuck out of the 18th MCU movie since 2008. Black Panther. This is also the 18th number one movie in a row. Oh shit. For Marvel. <laughs> Fucking shit comes out, it goes straight to number one. Uh Black Panther, of course, created by Marvel Comics. First appearance, Fantastic Four, number 52, July 1966, and created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Two white Jewish guys. Right. Uh, created. Awful, awful, awful lot about Black Panther. Who knew an awful lot about the culture and created this character. I, when, you, when you make shit up, of course you're going to know I have about a theory it. about how they decided to name T'Challa. Okay, what's your theory, Ron? Jack Kirby and Stanley. So still already stupid. Right? <laughs> They're sitting in a diner ordering breakfast, and the way and Stanley's like, "I wonder what we should call the Black Panther." And then the waitress comes over to Jack Kirby and goes, "Would you like? What would you like to eat?" He's like, "I'd like to have French toast on challa bread." And Stanley's like, "That's it, the challa." And then that was it. Be more Okay. <laughs> no points awarded for that one. That was. I thought about that for six days. <laughs> oh, Sorry, I'm going down in flames. Challa, <laughs> it's pronounced challa bread. First oh, of that's all, that's why. Oh yeah, you yeah, gotta oh. know your Jewish food, man. I grew up in Skokie. I know all about the Jewish food. Nice. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, let's get to the Rotten Tomatoes pronunciations. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. You gotta phonetically spell it out. Rotten Tomatoes, Black Panther. Uh, coming in at 97% fresh, 8.2 out of 10 aggregated score. Metacritic has it at 88. Solid, solid scores. We're going to get yes. into the records this thing has broken so far. But the box office all is way more than what we had predicted. Rugs, you were closest. I, I thought it would, yeah, it was going to blast the, the records. You went high and it exceeded your uh, prediction. Three-day opening weekend total, $202 million. Also, it's President's Day. The four-day total, $242 million. This you want to put that into perspective? Holy wow. shit, yes. Well, let's Do just it. say, <laughs> put it in perspective, Anthony. 
Justice League in its entire run made yes. 221 million yes! in America. In four days, this movie made more money than Justice League's whole. Who would have thought that would be right? straight up balling? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, in seven days, globally, worldwide, this movie has made $520 million oh, in fucking seven days. No production budget. Again, I'm estimating it's like $200 million to something around that. Uh, who knows? But they don't, they don't put them out anymore. Yeah, they don't it's, say that because they, they don't ever incorporate the actual marketing and all that stuff. They just yeah. listen. Just they used to until Justice League production <laughs> budgets were on Box Office Mojo's website all the time. Justice League was the first one they didn't disclose, and since then, like none of the production budgets have come out. It's very you weird. Hear some more numbers? <laughs> yes, give it to me. Uh, Two ninety one total domestically as of Friday, February twenty third. Uh, Five twenty. As you mentioned, worldwide. Yeah, amazing. Um, seven day totals. Yeah. Star Wars, The Last Jedi, supposedly a bigger movie, made 297 in the same amount of time. So only six million less. Seven day total for Age of Ultron. Yep. Bigger movies, apparently. Yep. Was 235. So Black Panther's beating Age of Ultron. Black oh. Panther has made more oh. money in the first week than Avengers. Oh, shit. Yep. 292, 292 million. So it's on pace to look. Here's some of the records. Black Panther, currently the highest rated superhero film on Rotten Tomatoes. Black Panther has the biggest opening for an African-American director. Highest grossing opening for a solo character Marvel movie. Second biggest opening for the MCU. Fifth biggest opening of all time. Mm. And it has not opened in Japan or China yet. Uh, this movie helped Marvel Studios earn $14 billion in less than 10 years uh, with this out. Do you guys think this thing makes cracks a billion? Yeah. Mm. Really? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think know. it it's might tough. squeak right up to a billion. I think it gets very close. I think it gets close. I just have a hard time seeing a billion. I think that I, I, it's really going to be important to see what happens this weekend with the drop off. I think well, it can make me... another $100 million domestically this mm. weekend. <sighs> a billion. Well, I think they've only had it's a lot of zeros, man. Avengers a made a billion. I'm looking at the top. Civil both, War. Both I Avengers think. made a billion. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man three was a billion. I think it could make a billion. I think it could. Isn't that crazy? Civil Isn't that War crazy? made a billion, and and I mean they're making they're getting up there. Yeah. So those were the five that made a billion. Yep. I think it's Listen, going people to. People are talking about this movie, so oh, absolutely. it's not it's not going to go away or like get buried like you think at the drop off. The next and there, week. there's nothing big coming out until Wrinkle in Time in a few weeks. Well, this, I think Black Panther's going to make. It's going to be so they're predicting for this weekend it'll be the fourth film ever to top a hundred million in its soft in its frame. in its second weekend really? yeah, yeah yeah and it could potentially make another eighty million overseas like it could make another eight hundred and eighty million dollars easily this weekend it's crazy it's crazy mm-hmm. awesome Shout I think it could crack a billion yeah man they <laughs> yeah, they Ryan they Ryan and so did this thing on this man. Infinity War should make $2 billion. That's what this is telling me. I mean, with the, the one solo guy, you make a billion. You got 70 fuckers in the next movie. You should make all the money. Seriously. The, anything less will be a disappointment. Well, yes. I, mean, we'll I don't it. think, I, I'll tell you this. I don't think Infinity War is going to make this kind of money. It might not, but every, it's, uh, it might not. We'll talk about that well, at yeah, the end we'll of talk, the show. I think, if it, I think it will. I think it will, but I think there is more cultural hype yes, around this. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And that, yes, that is, is important. So let's begin the review, TJ, like Man, we this do. this movie's really good. 
We do all, and it's, it's, a, and it's a good movie. That's I, also I, I, important. Am I spoiling what I was going to say as my opening thoughts? Hold thought? on. Yes, you're not going first. We're going to do how we run our reviews. We're going to do opening thoughts, what worked for us. We'll take a little break. We'll come back, talk about what didn't work, some Easter eggs, and I got some emails from listeners to share. Be lots of fun. But TJ, you're the guest. I'm going to have you start. Uh, this is what I want you to tell me. Give me your your history with the Black Panther character, and then uh, I want to know what you thought walking out of the theater that after that first viewing. All right, so I'm, I'm going to be as truthful as possible. Um, I did not have a lot of history with the Black Panther character. Okay, I, yeah. I was familiar with what? them. I knew about I know, right? <laughs> surprise, surprise. Oh, shit. The, 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 the Black guy didn't have enough info on it. But I didn't have a lot of history with Black Panther. I knew the very basics, Vibranium, Wakanda. Um, he was married to uh, X-Man and Storm. Um, yep. I knew very, very basic stuff about him. I had seen him in a lot of some of the animated shows, uh, some of the, the X-Men's and the Spider-Man's. Yep. Um, he had a very, very, if you actually, if you watch one of the episodes of Spider-Man, he had a little one-off cameo. He didn't say anything. You just seen him watching something fly away. It was actually kind of funny, but I don't have a whole lot of history with it. So walking out of that theater, I literally went home and devoured everything nice. possible Black Panther. I wanted to know about T'Challa, Wakanda. I wanted to know about Eric Killmonger. I just, everything I could possibly get my hands on. I got my hands on and just just had a complete just binge of That's everything awesome. that was Black Panther. And uh, I'm a little upset that I'm so late to the party, but uh, it, it won't happen again. I promise. <laughs> yeah, it's more. <laughs> not going anywhere. No. Opening thoughts when you first came out. Um. Oh God. So the word that, if I'm if I'm being honest, the word that came to mind the most as I watched that film was proud. Mm. Um. I had a lot of pride. Uh, in that film, the director, I'm a huge fan of Ryan Coogler, Fruit of Owl Station, uh, from Creed. Creed. Uh, oh. just, he's an awesome director. And he has this vision, and he he puts this vision in a way that everybody can digest it. Obviously, he works very well with Michael B. Jordan, yeah. having been in all those movies that I just, just mentioned. They're three um, for three on good movies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so prideful, um, excited, super excited because, um, and we'll talk more about this, but I feel like Shuri which is one of the standout characters to me yeah. is positioned to help take the next phase of Marvel movies away from Tony Stark. Yeah. And I feel like all the Marvel films have relied on Tony in some way or form, you know, the Avengers films, I should say have relied on Tony's brilliance in some way or form to kind of move past it. And with Sheree and with, you know, T'Challa technically being the eighth smartest person in, on the planet in the Marvel cinematic universe, I feel like they he's can kind eighth? of. I feel like eighth. he should be higher. Yeah, he's he's the eighth. I mean, I, mm. I think he should be higher. I mean, there's yeah. I'm biased, eight, there's so. six billion people in Ryan. What do you want? <laughs> I think okay. it's pretty damn right, good. I'll give you the yeah. numbers on that I one. That's pretty, pretty good. Damn eight, good. yeah, eight so, of six yeah, billion just, is good. I feel like they are positioning themselves <laughs> very well to move on past the Robert Downey yeah. savior and Tony Stark. Yeah, um, I'm excited about it. I really am. Right on, uh, Anthony. Why don't you go next? Your Black Panther history and your opening thoughts. So Black Panther, I kind of got familiar with him during Hickman's run on New yes. Avengers. Yes, um, it's a comic book run where he was doing the Illuminati, and part of the Illum- the Illuminati was like Iron Man, uh, Reed Richards, uh, Professor Xavier, then replaced by Beast, Black Bolt, Doctor Strange, Steve Rogers at one point. Steve Rogers. I mean, and then like Black Panther was a part of it. It's basically a group of super smart motherfuckers that run yeah. the world in <laughs> yeah. secret. Just like um, the real Illuminati. Just like the real Illuminati yeah, that like Ron keeps happens. preaching about. Yeah. It's a real thing, people. Don't fucking listen to Anthony. Right, right. Um, <laughs> sure. And so anyways, I that's how I got familiar with Black Panther. So I, I wasn't super familiar with him, but I had a working knowledge of kind of his demeanor and that he's a smart motherfucker and he's a king and that he's a good man that happens to also be a king and that's really fucking tough. Uh, so going into Black Panther, that plus the Civil War, 
loved him in Civil War. Uh, and that was my working knowledge of Black Panther. So then going into this movie, I was super hyped just because I like Ryan Coogler. I liked Black Panther in Civil War, Chadwick Boseman. I liked Michael B. Jordan in a lot of his films. And literally watching that film, I was with a friend of mine, and I, I look over, and probably about three-quarters of the way through the film, I go, this film is fucking awesome. <laughs> like, I honestly was yeah. so, like, it's one of those experiences where you, I didn't want to leave the movie theater. Yeah, yeah. I just was having so much fun with the film and just getting wrapped into just enjoying it. You know, not one of those where I'm like, oh, that kind of sucks. Oh, this, like, not being critical. Mm-hmm. We're just like, wow, this is fucking Wakanda. And this is interesting as fuck. And look at all these characters. So if you heard my instant reaction, I walked out and I was like, this movie is fucking awesome. I saw it again. I still believe it's fucking awesome. There are some minor nitpicks, but overall, I think it's one of the best MCU films they've done. And I think overall, it's just a really good fucking film. Right on, Ooh. right on. Yeah, you were very excited on your instant reaction. I, don't, I can't remember the last time I heard you that fucking pumped. Well, Marvel's for... disappointed me the last. I mean, I, yeah, I've liked yeah. every Marvel film, but the last yeah. two, I was like, eh. Yeah, they didn't give you I'm that like, feeling. I was like, back. I'm like, yeah. Marvel's back, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I'm back, bitches. <laughs> back, bitches. <laughs> My boy, uh, your Black Panther history slash opening thoughts. Go. I've been, I've been reading uh, Avengers forever, like yeah. decades, decades, yeah, okay. decades. Been reading Marvel what about comics. Wakanda forever. Wakanda <laughs> forever. I've been reading Marvel comics for decades and decades. So, uh, Black Panther and T'Challa has come in and out of those books. Uh, Spider Man, like everything, he's been around. He's been a presence uh, in all the books. Uh, you know, the Illuminati, all that stuff. So he's kind of like not. Uh, I don't think I've ever read like a, a run of Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. But from all the ancillary books, yeah. Um, I mean, I, maybe I picked up a few when Ramita was doing it, and then a uh, priest was doing it. Um, few here and there, but like, I just know the, my my earliest memory of Black Panther was I had this. Um, <laughs> it was fucking funny. I had gotten a birthday gift. With Marvel uh, wrapping paper on it when I was okay. a kid, okay. And Black Panther was on the wrapping paper, yeah. And they hung the bl- the wrapping paper in my room because it had like all the characters yeah. on it, and I would just stare at him, and go, "That guy looks fucking cool." Yeah, he's badass. And so, um, that's my earliest memory of Black Panther. So he's been in my life quite a while. Yeah. Um, the movie itself, I did enjoy. I thought it was very good. I thought it was one of the better. Like, this is my problem with the Marvel movies is that too much humor. Not mm-hmm. enough focus on characters and story. Mm-hmm. Uh, not mm-hmm. enough realistic mm-hmm. reactions to things. Yep. And this movie completely deviated from that bad pattern that I fucking hate in those movies. Like I didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't like uh, Thor Ragnarok because they were just too. Li- and I didn't like Homecoming because it was too reliant on humor and it was it straight away from the characters and you know things that were made sense. Like there was this movie made sense throughout. Yep. The characters made sense throughout. So I was so refreshed to see that that I like re- was really into this movie. I was like, "Wow, they're, f- they're fucking back on track. This is more. This is what a Marvel movie should be." Yes, they're back, so, baby. Absolutely. They're absolutely. back. So that's my yeah. initial reaction yeah. for that. All right, and I'm uh, like, I my hey, bro, no I, one cares what you think. 
Okay, moving on. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, sorry. Jeez, I caved so easily. What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> fuck off. I'm going to talk now. I have the record button. Uh, I'll cut all of you I'm out. I'm going to stand up for myself. Uh, uh, Wakanda forever. No, I got to echo all your, your your thoughts. My history with the, the character, the same. I was aware of this character for years, ever since I was a little kid. I've read uh, Ancillary where he issues where he guests, you know, the X-Men and store. He would show up in X-Men, sometimes in Spider-Man. And then with Anthony, we read the Hickman run. And let me tell you, Tell you some of the best shit is fucking T'Challa and Namor butting heads. Oh, they're they're fucking fighting yep. so good. Two smart, stubborn guys with great points of view, and you're behind both of them, and you don't know who to choose for. So uh, I that that's all I kind of knew, and I was walking in just knowing a loose history. And uh, when this movie ended, I was just like, wow. I just, it was just, wow. Like I had a huge smile on my face. There's no white guys named Chris. It's very refreshing for a Marvel movie to have a not a white guy named Chris, but rugs, just like you said, these are the Marvel movies that I like. They are action, 10 pole blockbusters, but they're meaningful. They're thoughtful. They're thought provoking. And yes, they gave us three fucking comedies in a row. It was wearing a little thin. This is the movie that, that they needed to balance this movie. And they did perfectly. And I was like, they just, I just watched James Bond plus Batman meets Star yes. Wars meets Shakespeare meets Game of Thrones. <laughs> and it was yeah. fucking amazing. And I wanted to go to Wakanda. Uh, yeah, just wow. Wow, wow. Okay, let's start with what worked. DJ, give me one thing that you really loved about this movie. Oh, the, uh, just one? Shit. Just start with one. Just, they, just throw right. something out. Take turns, TJ. You know? Yeah, throw something out. I'm not, we'll, I'm not we'll used to taking turns here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Take a number. One of the best things that worked is just uh, the overall sense of the overall sense of the, the themes. I think the themes yes. were very well put in there and they were done so in a way that yes, you recognize that there were real legitimate themes and real legitimate concerns, but they weren't so heavy handed that you couldn't enjoy the film. A lot of mm-hmm. times movies, when they want to stay, pol- stay current and p- kind of political or quasi political, they get very heavy handed uh, while they got the point across. It was an absolutely, absolutely enjoyable film. Um, from all regards. And uh, yeah, just, just excited for that movie. Just awesome. I mean, what superhero movie deals with colonization and isolationism and race? Like, wow, heavy, heavy topics that, 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 that uh, reverberate today. Yes. And, but you're right. They don't preach at you. It's just very organic, very matter of fact. What was cool too about that is it's, it's there if you want it to be there. Right. Yep. But if you don't want it to be there, it's just a revenge flick too. Yeah, like it's, it, it's, yeah. it can be both. Yeah, you know, it doesn't if get you don't in the way. Think you about can it mine much. it for different things right. yeah. according to your mood. Yeah, yeah. I like I mean, it. It comes down to like it's a family royal, you know, venge vengeance you know, thing. It, yeah, it could be like a Hamlet story where it's yeah, vengeance, it's but then it's also like shit. Like you guys are super isolated. You guys are the most powerful country in the world and you're not helping your people. What the fuck? Right. Right. Like they both have uh, good points. I mean, I just love the concept of what if there was a country in Africa that never got colonized by the Europeans? What would fucking happen? This is what would fucking happen. Well, there are Mm. two countries that were not technically, but I mean, the other one, uh, there's Liberia and Ethiopia. Oh, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like they they did have run-ins with the Europeans, but they were never like completely isolated. Yeah, that, that like 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 Wakanda is, like, right? So like Wakanda is like they did definitely no one's fucking with them at all. Like they're like they could do no one's telling them anything. No, there's no influences coming in. So that's kind of like a that's an experiment in its in of itself. Like uh, you know the realization of that it's crazy. 
And what happens is they make the best fucking tech you've ever seen when yeah. they're untouched. Oh, it, you yeah. know, it made me think about, because I'm a Pakistani and all the Pakistanis came from India. And I wouldn't I was like, what if the fucking British never fucked India the way they did? Uh, would we have invented the computer? I don't know. Maybe we have invented the call center. Well, I think they did invent the call center. But that well, would have been interesting. They definitely brought tech support to a new level. Yes. <laughs> Imagine all the tech support. Imagine the, the level of tech support had the English yes. never showed them tea. They'd be sleepy. I also love the, the idea of the, the question of what happens when uh, the, uh, the leaders of a country fail to protect the nation's young in the name of saving the country. Like that is a fucking heavy decision yeah. that T'Chaka well, makes. I mean, that's that's the, the gist of T'Challa's character is yeah. yes. he says it. I mean, T'Chaka says it. You're a good man. And sometimes it's a good man to be a king. It's hard for to be a good man and to be a king. And that's like the essence of basically any leader of any powerful nation is. Yeah. Is it possible to actually be a fucking good person and be a leader? Yeah. Would, some would say, most would probably say no. And and this was one of those cases in this film where they bring up that question. And T'Chaka, who's been this amazing leader, and T'Challa has been looking up to his dad you know, as, as the best leader of all of Wakanda's history, and has made a huge fucking mistake. I made a mistake yeah. that any, anybody that has that has any sense of morality is going to be like, you, dude, you left a fucking kid out you there to die. You left a kid out of that's, his that's own. That's your people. That's your that's your nephew, yeah. and you left him out. Typical there. government cover up kind of stuff, you right. know. So that's that's cool in this in that sense because it's it kind of flips everything on its head. You know, like you think of Wakanda as this amazing nation that's the the ideal of perfection, but they shit they created their own worst enemy by by being assholes. Well, yeah. one of the things that they they do address, and it's interesting, is that the world has changed. Like it's a global world. Like people need to fuck with each other. Like now, people like we need to like be. Like extending ourselves to every kind of culture, we can't be isolationist. Right. Yeah. I think that building bridges instead of building barriers—that's what you get, like North Korea or something like that. So yep. uh, when T'Challa at the end of this movie decides to start helping people and breaking down those walls and start building bridges, I think that that's a very powerful message. Did you hit that spoiler button? Uh, I did. Okay, good. Yeah. Don't you remember? I made I a big remember. deal. About I blacked it. out. I blacked out. I'm, I'm thinking about well, you're Black talking Panther. about leaving a kid to die. That's a spoiler too. Yeah. <laughs> I just love how you know the second time watching it. Oh, by the way, I watched it twice for the listener. After I watched it the first time, I was like, I need to watch this again. And I, the next day, I went back and I watched it again. TJ, how many times do you watch this? Three. I yeah. had three, and it'll probably be one or two more before it's all said and done. I, there's just. There's a lot of things that you don't catch the first time. You try to catch them the second time, and there's just so much to dissect. Uh, a lot of little Easter eggs that, yeah, yeah. As, I'm, as I'm reading other people's thoughts on it, it's like, I didn't see that. I need yeah. to go back and find it. So There's a lot to chew on. Yeah, also, like, is. my wife kind of wants to see this movie. so And then my mom is like, you're going to see Black Panther? I was like, how the fuck you know about Black Panther? Like, everybody <laughs> wants to see this movie, whether they've watched any Marvel movies or not. Go ahead, Anthony. I was going to get into just kind of piggybacking off of what we liked since we're on the themes and all that, I mean, the guy that really brings this up and finally Marvel um, hits it out of the park with this one is, is Killmonger. Yes. Let's talk Michael about B. Killmonger. Jordan playing yes. Killmonger. Yes. I, I mean, they, you know, Marvel's had the problem of, of shitty villains. I would say this is one of the best villains they've ever Absolutely. done. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm mad that he's dead. I, know, I was, I I was mad that he's dead too. We, I think we can get into that a little later, but besides, the, I, had, I was hoping for kind of a redemption arc for him. Yeah. But yeah. I did like his line when he dies. So I, I, I oh, kind of forgave it there. Um, yeah. But uh, one of my friends brought the point, like most Marvel characters are 
just evil for the sake of being evil. Right. They're evil and they want to break life. Like right. Malekith, like Cassilius from Doctor Strange. Yeah. Thanos so far just seems evil to be evil. Whereas this character isn't evil. Life basically broke him. Yeah. His his where he grew up and the circumstances for which his lost his father basically turned him into this person. Mm. And it was all preventable. Um and I, I, the, the the scene that kind of like gets me the most with Killmonger is so you have like the dichotomy of like when T'Challa dies or when he goes into the the afterlife during his little right. uh, ceremony. The yep. Plane. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. He sees his dad and he's crying. He's like, it's, "It's so nice to see you again. I don't know if I can live without you." And it's this wide open space where it's like beautiful. But then when uh, Killmonger dies, it's stuck in this narrow, he's in tiny, apartment. cramped apartment. Yeah. The windows, you can see the the, the jungle, but it's so oh, far yes. away. Yeah, and, that, and, that was interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then his dad is also he sees his dad for the yeah. first time. His dad yeah. goes, "No tears for me." And yeah. He goes, "Everybody dies. That's how it is out here." And it's just like, "Oh man!" And he reverts to a kid when he he's going to back a kid and forth. And it's so because he, yeah. he's he's still just a fucking kid that lost his yep. dad. Yep. But he does. But he's so desensitized by death that he's fucking marking his body and and becoming like this. Like activist, but like he's becoming everything he ever hated. I love that the scars yeah. were kills. I thought yeah. they were. I thought they were just yeah. going to be like a. But the, the thing about Killmonger is like, if you think about it, you're like, oh shit, this guy might be right, dude. You you can easily. <laughs> but he's yeah. too far on the other side. Yeah, like he's, he's too radical. About he's it. too he's radical. Right. But you're it's like, not that he's wrong. It's, it's never his feelings are his right. emotions are correct, but yeah. his yeah. ability to deal with it in a way that's practical and that that doesn't infringe on anyone else is is, is gone. And that's the mark of a good villain. That's the mark of a great villain is being able to be relatable. Relatable, yeah, yeah. And, Complex and, and sympathetic. And, the, and if you like really think about it, you're like, there's so many ways where this kid could have been saved. Yeah. You've been like a really awesome person for Wakanda. And he, he is kind of awesome because by the end of the film, T'Challa kind of is like, yeah, shit, we do need to help. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, like Eric Killamonger <laughs> challenges T'Challa and helps him grow and realize what he needs to do. To help moving forward, like I it think wouldn't have happened without Killmonger. You, that's a good point, right? It's like I think great villains challenge their heroes and make them and, better, and make them better and evolve them. Yes, yeah. he's not the yes. same character T'Challa from the beginning to the end. And no, so, no. Since that, we're talking about this, I'll just yeah. jump in and talk yeah. about when when Killmonger becomes king. Yeah, it would have been nice to maybe have a few, or not nice, but like it would have supported his ideas if there's some people in Wakanda that actually were. A little bit on his side. It just there, like there seemed was, like everybody was, was against one dude. his idea. There was one dude. There was one. There was one guy. Best friend. Wakanda, yeah. yeah. That and that to me, Wakabi. I will get into that for stuff that didn't work. Because I'm like, well, we'll get into that later. But yeah, I liked like, it. I had Wakabi being there. Yeah, I was. I don't know if I really say he was his best friend. I think it was more of a an allegiance because the leader of of the of his of his troop was dating him. I guess they're you know beloved to each other. I don't know if I call them best friends though. I, I just I think I read it that that was his good friend. Gotcha. I did, but it might have not been portrayed correctly. Just from in the, the way that he was kind of like you know your father was on the throne for thirty years and he didn't do it and that really okay I'm sorry that's 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 a nitpick. Let me you know what? say that. I actually went to the bathroom during a scene. <laughs> yeah. Where Wakabi was introduced. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I think I might have missed something. I was like, who's oh, this guy? Yeah, yeah. Just, so they just had a to conversation. go back. Yeah, they just had they a had conversation. That, they, they had the conversation that Claw killed his family, and that's right. why he was right. so kind of loyal to Killmonger. Right. All right, there you go. I kind of yeah. wish Daniel Kaluuya just turned to someone and went, get out. 
And then just like walked away. <laughs> Is it, I'm, I thought I was the only person that did that. Like literally, and I'm like, boy, you better get out. Like, get out. <laughs> he was also in uh, Black Mirror, uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, but dude, I love Killmonger's line where he's like, what's up, auntie? When he oh, fucking that comes was, out. Oh, that was so good. That was and really like just good. the look on everyone's yeah, face. His, and his, his <laughs> Michael so B. Good. Jordan swagger. I mean, he's dude. such a great actor. Like when he's, when yeah. the child comes back, another line where he's just like, Oh, nah, we all done with that challenge yeah, shit. Yeah, we done with that. Like, oh my dead. gosh, this guy yeah. sucks so much sweat. I mean, he, he did <laughs> legit beat him on the waterfall, technically. Or, or even the, the line where he's looking at the mask and they're like, is that guy vibrating? Like, nah, he's I'm like, just feeling it. Yeah, no, nah, I'm just feeling it. <laughs> Which, that's a great Easter egg to his uh, yeah, costume in the comics. His actual costume, you know, yeah. you think of this this guy's situation and the line that comes up to me that I, I come up with uh, that I think a lot is that one person's terrorist is, is somebody else's freedom fighter. And this is kind of what's going on with Kill, yeah. Killmonger's uh, a whole story arc. Uh, I mean, he is your modern. He's like, he's just a terrorist. He's he would a ter- be labeled yeah. a terrorist yeah. by well, anybody else. But if yeah. you see his side. Yeah. It's exactly the, it's it, exactly what you said. It makes a lot of sense. It's almost like the Malcolm X Martin Luther King dichotomy, you know. Yeah. Um, yep. There's, yep. there's there's two methods, and they both kind of want prosperity, but they want prosperity in different ways. You know, he wants to have his people rise up and, and fight back against their oppressors. T'Challa just wants he kind of wants to remain the status quo, but I think he I think he's a king that wants peace. He just wants tranquility and wants to kind of keep it going and. And uh, Killmonger's like, no, nah, I'm done with all that shit. Well, to take that to take that further, I would say T'Challa's more of the moderate. Yes, yes. Uh, Killmonger's yeah. way on the other, the, the radical, yeah, he's extreme, and then yeah. Wakanda as a whole was more on the the isolationist. Right. So then, well, he, that's his father's legacy, which is his father's legacy, right. which so which is the T'Challa's old trying to yeah. balance all of these different feelings. He's trying and to bring think, that he just became king, so he yeah, doesn't even know what he wants weak. to do at this point. Right. He's trying to formulate his ideas, and then all of a sudden, this dude shows up. There's, so. It reminds me also, you know, we mentioned, TJ, you mentioned uh, MLK and Malcolm X, which is like Charles Xavier Magneto. Correct. Then there's a third guy that this reminds me of, and it's Marcus Garvey. You know Marcus Garvey? No, I'm not so Marcus Malcolm Garvey. X's father was a follower of Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey's thing was Africans need to go back to Africa in the 50s and be their own kings and uh-huh. be their own, you know, his thing. He was actually isolationist for uh, blacks in America, telling them to go back to Africa and run your own shit. Very extreme. And Malcolm's dad used to be into him. And that's how kind of Malcolm started there. But then we know he ended somewhere else. Right. So. I just I thought the Marcus Garvey thing was was really interesting too. Speaking of Wakanda, I think Wakanda is like the star of the movie. Like it's oh, fucking, absolutely. it's so real. I want to go there. Uh, uh, the the fucking look of it, the tech. Uh, what do you guys think of, of uh, how they handled Wakanda in this? Oh, beautifully, just beautifully shot. Everything that you 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 kind of thought Wakanda would be like, the way I envision Wakanda is spot on with Ryan Coogler's direction. Um, it just. I would have loved to have been on that storyboard team to draw this stuff out the, from the astral plane to uh, just the, the waterfall. That's so iconic in the Black Panther mythos. Yeah. Um, just the, the costume design, everything about Wakanda just had a very high techie yet paying homage and tribute to its African roots. Yeah. Um, it just was beautifully, beautifully shot. The, the, the heart shaped herb. I mean, everything about that movie and about Wakanda in general was just awe-inspiring i just i truly felt like i was in another world like even throughout the civil wars and all the i mean that was in america and you can kind of you know it it, kind of just blended in wakanda just it stood out even more more so for me than asgard asgard stuck out but wakanda is just like i'll agree 
Oh, it just it's, they, it's vibrant. I mean, they made, it's uh. they made Wakanda ten times more interesting than Asgard yeah. ever was. Yes. Yeah, with it, Asgard's with the una, like this unattainable thing that's right. fan, so fantastic. Yeah, uh, Wakanda is something that can be attained. Yeah, I mean, if you look at shots of like the the Arab Emirates or other yeah. countries, yep. it's it, it's not that far off from what. You see there, so it's like, like it's Hong something Kong and stuff. It's yeah. something that it could be real. It could be something that we we can go there and check it out. I think so it, it feels real too because, the, as uh, TJ mentioned, that the costume design is actually, I mean, the the level of care and detail is is so well done. I mean, yes. it's it's yes. inspired from yes. African culture. You know, they take bits bits and pieces from different tribes in Africa and they've they've wove it into Wakanda. So it's all stuff that. In the back of your mind, you you may have seen before. So, in in that sense, it in you know, and then as Rugboy points out, you've seen uh, cities built up in the middle of a fucking desert that are amazing. You know, uh, Abu yeah. Dhabi and all that. So, like, yeah, yeah. these are it's all things like that you're that. familiar with. Whereas Asgard, yeah. is like, okay, there's this fucking waterfall that's in the middle of space, just hanging I, I can't, there. I, I don't understand that but at there's all. No that's, there's no reference. There's no concept. That. Yeah, yeah there's no that. reference. But dude, we have never seen this kind of Afrofuturist techno utopia country uh in a marvel movie or in any movie for that matter but let me the costumes dude the fucking costumes are so sick ruthie carter designed these 30-year veteran of uh hollywood costumes she worked on malcolm x she worked on a selma i've heard her in a couple of interviews uh she if you notice the shit is color-coded a little bit like yeah. uh forest yeah. whitaker's uh zuri purple is purple. Mm-hmm. purple is like royalty the red is like the guard yep. and then each of the tribes have their own color green uh, is river tribe yeah. yeah green and then uh the dude with the lip plate i love that guy because they got a lip plate and an ear plate and then he's wearing this red suit you know like what a <laughs> what a contrast i think he was no i think he was in the green he, oh, he had green a green suit, suit. Yeah. yeah. But it was just, it was it, like you said, it was just, it was just beautiful. Coordination was just awesome in that. Absolutely. The, yeah. The, the attention to detail. And like you, you finally, like we've talked about how Marvel's, their, their color can be kind of color coded all the same. Like they use yeah, the same gray filters. And drab, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. in this movie. Oh boy, dude, mm-hmm. this shit is popping. All the colors are popping. It's beautiful. Also the DP, the director of photography, her name is Rachel Morrison. She was the first female DP to be nominated for an Oscar. And these are all like Coogler's buddies that he's worked with. Like, I don't think all any of these people have worked on a Marvel movie and they clearly gave them leeway and free reign to like have fun with this. And you see it. Uh, Hell it's yeah. amazing. Oh yeah. Uh, where else can we go? Like, let's talk about the opening. I, what'd you guys think of that animated opening? I thought that was, I thought that was actually very, very well done. I, I found myself more intrigued at the process in which they used to actually do that. Yeah, It was, I, it was very cool. I was like, yeah, how are they doing this? I thought that was just awesome to watch. And it was great that they gave that history. Cause like I said, you know, walking in, I had a, a very basic idea of black Panther and, and where that kind of originated from. And, and that definitely gave me a lot more of the insight that I needed to to further dive into this character. And I just, think that was uh that. So I read that was added after their first test screening. People mm-hmm. were a little confused. Yep. And yep. they that is a perfect perfect opening. I loved for it that too. Thing. I yeah. loved it. I loved it as well, just because it it got me up to speed as well as it that already you have that feel of all these different tribes. So it's like a Game of Thrones kind of feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, he, absolutely. he happened to eat yeah. this, the first Black Panther ate this herb and now he's on the throne. But then you have the Jabari that are like, fuck all y'all. We don't, we don't, yeah, we don't play do these. This. We don't play this shit. I really thought it was uh, necessary to have that. Yes. To get everybody, you know, on the same page. 
But at the same time, I was thinking about that herb and if they tried to smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I want to do. Give me a heart-shaped herb joint. I'm like, what would oh, happen man. if you dried what that would shit happen? out and rolled it up? Damn it, Rugs. Now I'm but, all distracted. Now you're not the Black Panther. What would your powers be if you get that? <laughs> get that I am stoned Would you Panther. see your ancestors? That would be fucking the worst yeah, downer. You, you would just hang out on the ast- that astral plane forever. Yeah. That's be like, does anyone have any more of that fruit? You know, I have uh, the munchies. You know, you guys thought about the astral plane. I noticed something. And I want to know what you guys thought okay. about. Why do you think when Eric Killmonger's character, when Eric Killmonger went back into the astral plane to visit his father, mm-hmm. it was in the apartment. But when T'Challa went back to visit his father, it was on. I, I have I have a theory. I, I, I got one you for you. Think. All right, yeah. Anthony, go. So T'Challa is he's lived his whole life. That's basically Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Like he that that's the 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 the. the the safari of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. So he's seen that before. Whereas mm-hmm. when Killmonger goes back, all he's been told about in his entire life is this, this dream that Wakanda has the most beautiful, it's the most beautiful sunsets ever. Right. So he's stuck in this little cramped apartment. You can see actually the, the, the background in yep. through the window, right. but, yep. but it's something that he'll never read. Like he, he can't achieve, he can't achieve it. He's an outsider. It's a, it's a fairy tale to him. So that's right. why it, for me, that's why they had that dichotomy of it being way out there where he can't even reach it. So DJ, what's your theory? My thought on it is because they never brought his father's body back to Wakanda. Oh, that's true. Uh, because father. all those Panthers yeah. are his ancestors are the in the trees in the past. So because yeah. he was never brought back to Wakanda that's to give, that a, makes uh, sense. give a, yeah. a proper burial, his body has to stay in this apartment. He can't, he doesn't really get the eternal rest of a Wakandan funeral. And, and he was he never a king. One. Yeah, and he was never a king, but he doesn't even get to go back there because right. his body was never even brought back. Remember, he said, I found my daddy with panther claws in his chest, yeah. with panther yeah. marks in his chest, yeah. which means that they left the body, which is crazy. But again, we'll talk about that later. T'Challa <laughs> even says yeah. you didn't even give him a proper burial. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Like on the second viewing, like I said, I love that you, you're you watching. The movie opens with Killmonger's origin story, yeah. and you don't know until later really well structured. Also, I love that shot. Is this a Ryan Coogler thing? Because I've not seen Creed or Fruitvale Station. You're really missing out. I know. I'm going to watch those right away after this. No, I know. I know. I know it's fucking good. But I loved when Killmonger... Creed makes you... Let me me just say, Creed makes you care about Rocky in a way that you haven't cared about Rocky. Creed makes you want to put on some damn gloves and get out there and do some yourself. Oh, shit. Creed is awesome. Very good film. Very good. So that shot when he approaches the throne, Killmonger, after throwing T'Challa off the waterfall for the first time it's upside and down. the oh, it's camera upside down, slowly yeah. turns to reflect the fact that he just flipped this shit on everyone's head yep. everything's upside down I yep. love that thematically but yes. has Coogler done that in any other no, movies? that was a new one I, I, actually, that, I saw that in Avengers remember when they're all arguing oh, with the staff there? Y- yeah and they, they, they uh, Whedon flips the camera upside down. Oh, really? Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it's just a, you know your classic. So what do it? People up. do it all the time. It's just not very memorable so, as, as, yeah. as it is in this movie. So you guys have seen all the Ryan Coogler movies. Can you tell me what is some of his stylistic choices that that is his in this that he makes? I think in other that movies? where he chooses to put the cameras to yes. make you focus on yep. certain things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like he does he, another one. Yeah. He deliberately does that. Yep. He does it. Okay. In, he does it in Creed. Okay. Uh, Fruitvale Station. I don't really remember that much because I saw it long ago. Yeah, it was as old. far as the shots. Like I just remember the the, the idea. Of, but um, he's putting the camera in places so you see things like specifically that he wants you to see. And um, 
He wants you to contemplate those things. His composition yep. in the shots are great. Like they're Absolutely. very, very Maybe TJ could agree. might be able to speak to this more, but something I read and then kind of noticed with Brian Coogler is seems obvious. He's a black guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> he brings that, that Oak, like I grew up in Oakland and this oh, is yeah. how things yeah. look Easy. like for a black man. Yes. Like for yep. instance, in Cree, there's an example where they're just hanging like, uh, um, Michael B. Jordan and Tessa Thompson's characters are hanging out and he, they're just braiding hair. Like that's yeah. not a thing. Like a white director probably would doesn't ne- would do never that. Yeah, would never think that. about black. No, wouldn't, wouldn't think that. that's a thing. Yeah. But yeah. for black people, that is a thing. Yeah. And like right. into this one, I brought it up earlier. But the the line where he's looking at the mask, like uh, maybe a white director's like, you know, the line instead of him saying, "Oh, I'm just feeling it," he might go, he might go, "Yeah, I like, I just like this one." Like yeah. you know, but it's just that little bit more of that authenticity of. I'm actually black. I grew up in Oakland. I grew up in this situation. Yep. These are my sensibilities. Let's translate this to film with real yeah, black people. Definitely. And while I don't know if, if I think you can necessarily speak to that situation, robbing a damn bank or robbing a damn museum. The museum. You yeah. know, we, you spoke on the, his shot composition and I want to make a reference. So I, if you guys don't know, I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. You might not have known that. Oh, but, no, I think we know. Oh, no shit. <laughs> there's really? an episode in season five, The yeah. Battle on the Wall, yeah. where there's a long running track shot, and you see John oh, yeah. fighting, then you see Egret fighting. On top and of then the you wall? See Tor- yeah, on, From, on, on the, top all the way to yeah. Castle yep. Black. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, if you fast forward to Creed, there's a yeah. shot where Michael B. Jordan is fighting, and it's just one long running shot and, and he does just, it again in he black does it panther again in black panther in the casino where he has one long running shot so that if you're looking for what that, his, there's his, his signature style. is yeah yeah he likes, he likes to have at least one of those long running shots where there's just action going that's like spike time. lee's thing of where the guy you're following the guy walking yep. but he's not walking yep. he's yep. just yep. sitting yep. on a track moving forward Absolutely. as the world moves by i love that okay dude let's talk about korea i loved every fucking thing that happened in korea in this movie i want to see more movies that t'challa going to other countries fucking shit up like that did that you like was, that because it was james bond feel it was james yes. bond i mean you had that long tracking action shot yeah had a car chase scene uh very dynamic uh i just i loved i mean the whole sequence in korea was fucking awesome to me oh absolutely i, I think that uh uh i i deny guerrero i can't think of her character's name I, I Okoye. Running, Okoye. Okoye, thank you so much had the best action shot there when that car got flipped or exploded yes. whatever you want to call it and she flips up grabs that spear and surfs boards that hood all the way down and then the perfect <laughs> joke the pull up yes. right next to it uh, sitting there and <laughs> holding on to the steering wheel like it's still a car and i gotta laugh every time yes, and like did. her her red dress flowing like it was yes. a cape while she, yeah. oh my god it's fucking sick how, how about yeah. using the wig as a weapon yes oh that was great yeah. she's yeah. Like, i like that she's yeah. like let me take this stupid she's thing like, off fuck this thing i <laughs> yeah, can't wait like, to get finally, it off. i can take it off Shit. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i want i like it makes me want to learn how to use a spear clearly yeah. her her michonne sword training fucking came through because her fight like her fights yeah, i it was really good. enjoyed her character so much i feel like she was more dynamic and more charismatic than even t'challa in this dude, movie how about the fact that um, all the supporting characters are great and really black panther yeah. is maybe the least interesting dude yeah. in the whole movie I thought, the entire, yeah. I thought that exactly the same exactly that thought i thought everything from wakanda to I mean, just the land of Wakanda, yeah. everything else, unfortunately. And that's not necessarily, I don't want to make that seem like it's, it's a not, knock against It's not Black a bad Panther thing or, because or his Chadwick part. Boseman's yeah. character. No, he was great. His part was great. But yeah. just by nature of what they set up, he we, he's the least interesting and like yeah. amazing female v- characters. He's the, I mean, he, and he, although he is the title character, 
you kind of got to know him already in right. Civil War. And this he is, brings uh, this into it's Wakanda. It's called Black Panther, but it really should be like Wakanda. Wakanda. Forever. Yeah, because it's like yeah. everybody. Like yeah. this is this is a film in, like Rugboy mentioned Okoye. You got uh, Nakia played by Lapita Nyong'o. Shuri steals every fucking Shuri, scene. She's uh, in awesome. Like this is Letitia Wright. That's, yeah. that's great. Letitia Wright's like she is already as TJ mentioned. You know, like she's the new tech person. And yeah. I, you know, Chadwick Boseman, black don't crack, but the man's forty-one years old. Yeah, and he's yeah. gonna age out. And I can't wait because in the uh, comics, yep. Shuri becomes the next Black Panther. She becomes I can't Black wait Panther. for that. Yeah. I'm already yeah. like on board for that. Dude, and happen. with her age, she's like a combination of like Peter Parker and Tony Stark in one uh, awesome person who's smarter than both of them possibly. Like, yep. who wouldn't want to see a scene with, you know, Shuri and Peter Parker just hanging out and being nerds together? Yeah. Oh my God. That would be fantastic. Yeah. And how about how they handled Umbaku, who has oh, the yeah. unfortunate name of Man-Ape. Oh, shit. But... It didn't matter. Like you, the, the, no, all, they, all didn't, the, they didn't use it. They didn't they use didn't, it, but yeah, you still go got the gorilla totem. You got right. the ape totem. All the tribes had animal totems, and uh, the fucking uh, Jabari tribe are badass. They're so yeah, great. They Winston Duke was so good in this. Yes, he was. And, you know, I, I it, it just it bugs me because a lot of people have been calling what they did barking when, when, when Martin Freeman's character yeah, was yeah. speaking that's out a, of turn, I love that. It's not that's a barking. Yeah, they were, they were, they were, they were vocalizing, but it's not a bark. There's a very, very, very distinct it's, yeah, difference. It's like a, it's a, what do you call it? It's like a gorilla. It's like yeah, a it's hooting. Like a vocalization. A, yeah. it's, it, it, it's just not barking. Like it just drove me because everybody thought they were being accused. Yeah, you know, they thought they right. were being the, the fraternity accused. No, they're not barking. Stop that. That's not a. That bark. is the it's best way. Next time, dude. The next time someone's around and they're talking some bullshit out of turn, that's what you should do to them. Oh, that's what I'm gonna start doing. I've already. I just like it. I just like that he was like, I'll feed you to my children. Yeah. And then he's like, he's like I'm just I'm kidding. kidding. We're vegetarian. <laughs> They're vegetarian. <laughs> That's how you shut people I don't know. Off. For some reason, this is going to sound really bad, but okay. I'm going to say it. Uh, I'm just shit. being honest. Yeah. Uh, it's, it reminded me of Arsenio. Oh, the, yeah. The, uh, the people uh, the, over, people yeah. over there. Yeah. And that's like a, that's like a total, like, the I don't hooting. know. Like the not is that like an '80s thing or a '90s thing? It's just yeah, it's just like a primal. It's a primal vocalization, you know. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> it is like kind of our city. I, I wanted our city to come out. And our be like, studio as Mbaku yeah, in, in, yeah. in the sequel. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to make. Anything. I want to make a cameo. I love how they took that character and actually, instead of allowing him to be a villain, yeah. Gave him a nice little, you know, redemption arc too, if you will, for lack of a better yeah, term. Nah, he was really cool. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. Awesome. I, I would love to see that character presence. become become yes, like yes. Panther's like right hand man yeah. kind of guy. Very charismatic. Very. If you notice at the end when T'Challa is sitting on the throne, um, he's, in he's there. actually yep. part of the council. Oh, he's now, in the too. council. Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. sitting there too. They never showed up to any of the they, meetings. They, they were they're always, like, Fuck you guys. They were always the fifth tribe. We're living up in the mountains. Yep. Yeah, and now he's he's kind of united everyone. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what about okay? What about the tech? Let's talk about the tech because, I mean, uh, instantly I was like, dude. Okay, in the beginning, first of all, this the grains of dirt that form things. Fucking great idea. Yeah. Right away, that satellite imagery that she pulls up of the trucks, and then he picks up the truck and opens it and it glows and he puts it oh, back. Yeah. I was Scans like, holy truck, yeah. shit, that's yeah. imaginative. Yeah. And the fact that the balls are controllers, everything looks organic. The 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 characters on these, uh, the remote car shit, 
it was kind of fun. Uh, it was kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy where they had the remote flying planes, but uh, whatever. It just still looked fucking cool. And she's like Q. Like, it's like Q from James Bond. But at least there was some kind of danger involved. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Unlike yeah. Freeman yeah. could have gotten fucked up right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. There, wa- there was no. stakes. Unlike he the Guardians have. of the Galaxy where it just shuts off like yeah. the game's over when you blow up. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> dumb. But goddamn, that shit is amazing. What about the humor? Like, we talk- I talked about how they gave us three comedies, but very subtle. Very Subtle, subtle, well balanced, but it was it was perfectly peppered throughout the movie, and yeah. I think it always hit. Like there wasn't really a bad joke. I, I got one. I mean, I know obviously everyone's going to point out like what are those and like sure, but yeah. we kept seeing in the trailer. He's like, don't freeze. Don't I yes, never freeze. Yes, and you're yeah, like, yeah. what the freeze. fuck is he talking? Like, is he talking about like enemies? And then you realize in the movie that they didn't give away the joke. It's actually because he's going about to go on this mission where he's going to see his ex girlfriend. Yes, and then he does he, see her, and he's just like. Nakia. <laughs> well, yeah. He, the first hi. thing he says just goes hi. And you're like, oh my god. And, and then it's like, oh, and it's like, did he freeze? Of course he froze. Like of course he froze. Headlights. Yeah, <laughs> like an antelope in headlights. Oh, yeah, so funny. Oh, my little that sister. That one was my favorite. And yeah. uh, Okoye speaking in uh, in Wakandan referring to Martin Freeman saying if he touches him oh, again Ross, yeah. he's, he's going to impale, impale him on a I will desk. impale him with his desk. <laughs> I love uh, when Claw shows up and Everett Ross is like wow why, what an entourage you got a mixtape coming out he's like uh, yeah I actually do you want the SoundCloud link he's like don't make me listen to your oh music. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what would be on the sound what would be on the sound? What would be on Claw's mixtape? I don't know that's a good question. Well, he, he, clearly he likes to make it rain which I thought Andy Serkis's portrayal of Claw. He, he in was that, so great. It was so good. I also I really wish they didn't that kill they him. Killed him off. Yes, yeah, yes. Exactly. They killed him off too. If they wouldn't have killed him off, I would have loved to have seen more with Claw. So um, twisted. His character was so good. It was great, so awesome. Great to see his face. What was he singing when he was sitting there? Oh, he was singing. Uh, baby, don't hurt, don't hurt me. me. Oh, baby, no don't. Oh, he's singing the Roxbury Boys song. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? I was like, what? Oh, you're fucking crazy. And plus, yeah. they pulled off the claw sonic arm. Like in the comic books, he looks a little ridiculous. No, yeah. I actually hated this fucking arm. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I hated it with a passion. It. Would you rather he had the red fucking unitard on? And no, the, I don't. The, not the just the hand itself. It just looks stupid. It, okay, well, save Wait, that for the open. I didn't like it. I, <laughs> just thought it was well, I know we'll get into that, but yeah. I, uh, since he's already bringing it up. Okay. I also didn't like it because this world, although it is a fictional world. I mean, world, the Wakandans made it. How could it be look bad? Yeah. like It it's, feels so lived in and real. <laughs> yeah. And then you have a hand that like transforms. Like, eh. I don't know. <laughs> they were trying to like. It, 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 it was a reach. I mean, I know Mar- it's true to the comics, but it, it yeah. just felt like a reach for this film. And speaking of true to the comics, I really appreciated how, for the most part, this thing, it's true to the source material. Like, you could tell Ryan Coogler and Joe Robert Cole, the other guy who wrote it, like, that they they like the comics, they've read the comics, they pulled a lot from his first comic book arc, uh, and uh, that that's awesome. Like, it's pretty... I got another. <sighs> yes. Man, we're going to be on this for a little bit. I know. Bit, but... We had a couple yeah. more, but there's so got, many I good things one. about so this much. movie. I got yes. another one. Marvel's been known for having pretty fucking generic... Um, soundtracks and yes. And audio oh, we didn't even talk about the music. Shit. Oh, music in this one, that. I thought. I, I thought that, the yeah. yeah, the African music cues, and then mixing that in with Kendrick Lamar's soundtrack. I, yeah. I thought that was all fantastic. I, I mean, I literally after the film, I threw on Kendrick Lamar's um, soundtrack for this and was just playing all the stars over well, and over. You, and you over. know what's funny about? <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that soundtrack. I wonder what the Disney execs were thinking 
when uh, Ryan Coogler is like, yeah, I'm going to have Kendrick Lamar do the soundtrack. <laughs> They're like, wait, and they what? heard that soundtrack for the first time. I could only imagine how tight their <laughs> asses got. Seems like, there's a lot more N-words on this yeah, than we thought. More, I'm sure that they... There's a lot more this one than any yeah. other Disney film. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they see the dollars pile up and they're happy with this whatever. This ain't no Lion King soundtrack, <laughs> oh, that's for sure. No, no. You know what, speaking of Lion King, didn't you notice how everything seemed to be very, very... The essence of Lion King. A like lot of Lion King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was yeah, gonna, I yeah. was gonna say, saying that for the the next part. Oh. Gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it I did a little bit. It's my first day. Yeah. Just let me. Uh, I'm sorry. That's all right. No, dude, I watched this great feature about the guy who did the score, Ludwig Göransson, who's also worked with Kugler in previous episodes, and uh, he, you know, he was inspired by a Senegalese guy, Baba Mall, and uh, they have that talking drum thing, and everybody has a theme, and he recorded African uh, artists and musicians with their actual instruments and mix it. Uh, and, and then the whole week up to the movie, I was playing the, the Kendrick Lamar soundtrack. And you know me, I've fucking ripped on new hip hop uh, for since the show began, but I'm kind of digging it. This yeah. may be the thing that turns me on Kendrick Lamar <laughs> and new hip hop. Nah, I see Cameron says shit like that all the time. Dude, it's pretty good, though. I really yeah, like, I like the soundtrack. I really enjoy it. I was going to say, too, that I was watching it with a friend. I can't remember the last time I looked at a friend during a like Marvel movie and they were like bobbing their head to the music. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah. All right, like this is actually like wow. They they're and it's not like Guardians. I mean, Guardians is a great soundtrack, but it's all music that we've heard before, exactly. right? Exactly. Whereas this is all original music yeah. that's been yeah. made for this film, and they and they nailed it. And I think that's the beauty of this film is that because of the fact that a lot of these people had not worked on a Marvel movie, like we saw a lot of new shit for the MCU, and it, that's what made it fresh. It didn't have the same fucking feel in the music, in the art direction. Like, wow, what a way to fucking yeah, nail it. I think that this, the biggest movie strength is that it stands apart from the, the fatigue that we've been getting yeah, yeah. of just the same old bullshit that we've been seeing. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I was so refreshed to see something new and different and serious for once. Something that had actual weight to it. Yes. I was so behind this Someone pointed out on YouTube and like it because Marvel films have been criticized for being formulaic. I don't necessarily agree, but they do a lot. Ever since Iron Man, it has always been white guy, broken white guy that stumbles upon some sort of powers or accident and then uses that to not only become a better person, but become the hero that we all enjoy from comics. Whereas this one... He's not. This ain't a broken man. No, this guy's mm-hmm. been groomed to be king. He's yeah. a good fucking person. Yeah, this is about a king figuring out what the hell the right thing to do is. Yes. as a leader. Yeah, he's yes. totally trying different. to figure out how to be a king. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's no, it's a totally out. different yes. dichotomy yeah. than than your Tony Stark, than your Peter Quill, than your yep. uh, Paul Rudd Ant Man, than yep. your Doctor Thor. Strange. Thor Maybe not. Thor, but Thor was also same. like a cocky motherfucker. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's an asshole. Cocky. Yeah, yeah. Just, but he was a guy who was groomed to be king. That right, right. And then had his brother trying to take it away from him. Right. Whereas Charles, I mean. Even when you, when you're first, he's never he's not an asshole. The guy's yeah. the guy's a good guy. From this the start. movie is head and shoulders above Thor in every single oh, way, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Also, I, lo- yeah. I love how they set up T'Challa a lot like Steve Rogers in the universe. You know yeah. his what hit where he stands. You know what he's gonna do. It's very clear, and he will always do the right thing and stay true to his character. Oh my gosh, me and my my friends that discuss movies, we got super nerdy, and I was I literally was like. Who do you think's a better guy in the Marvel universe, Steve Rogers or T'Challa? Yeah, that's hard. Like, no, like, that's who's hard. a better man? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of the humor, I did want to mention Donald Glover helped punch up the script a little bit. He had a few hours. Ryan Coogler asked him to take a look and uh, punch up some jokes, and I feel like that banter with, with Shuri, where she's like, "What are those?" Yeah. Like that sounds a lot like Donald Glover and him just fucking uh, bantering and stuff. Um, and also. 
Just confidently directed, confident film. It knows what it wants to be, and it nails it. Uh, anybody else got final things they love? We can also bring up things later, but uh, we're going to wrap up the things that work segment. Uh, I'm, uh, ooh, uh, everything. There's, yes. not, uh, there's just not much. I'm, and I'm, I'm being, you know, I'm, I'm being funny, but there was just not much to dislike about this film. I, I just, it hit, it hit every tone that it needed to hit. I think it was, uh, you know, from a, from a fatigue standpoint, it's what we needed. Um, from yes. a, a Marvel Cinematic Universe, as far as this whole inclusion, it's what we needed. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, as a, as, a, as a black man, it's awesome to see. And it's not the first time we've seen a black superhero. Let's be very, very clear. It's not no, the first time. Right, that it's, right. it's, it's a star. You know, Spawn kind of started out off Michael Jai White and Blade and so on and so forth. But to this magnitude and in, unfortunately, this, this political landscape that we're, we're all navigating in, it's just it's awesome to see this. And it's awesome to see the fact that you didn't have to be black to fucking enjoy this movie. Yep. I was yep. so happy. It, it broke my heart. Somebody on Facebook had said, I didn't know if I could see it because I'll, I'll, everybody's like, well, you got to be black to see it. And it broke my heart. And the first Who's thing I said it? was, yeah. who the fuck cares? Yeah. You're coming here to enjoy this film. Yes, I might take some pride in this film, but let me be very clear. This is for all of us to enjoy, not just for one specific group. And I think that it's just it's it's what we needed at this particular time. Yeah, absolutely, that's the amazing thing is this is the movie we needed right now. Yes, and and they gave it in the perfect yes. time. All right, yes. look, we're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna play some promos of shows you should check out, and we will come back and talk about stuff that maybe didn't work in this awesome movie. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, listener, Dutch here from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. My co-host and I want to invite you to check out our little corner of the podcast verse. At Voice from the Underground, we talk about all the crazy shit happening around us and try to make a little bit of sense out of the nonsense with little to no results. If the idea of hearing three semi-intelligent, outspoken nerds talk about politics, social issues, current events, sports, movies, pretty much anything that we decide to talk about because, well, it's our show, appeals to you, grab your shovel and come on down to the underground and then consult a qualified psychotherapist. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, just not where you buy your weed. Boys from the underground. Welcome to Boundary Throwers Theater. Nah, it's not that kind of show. It's an RPG actual play podcast. My name is Jordan, and I'm joined by our fun-loving cast. This is Aaron. Jeff here. Johnny is my name. And I'm Jeremy. And what we do is dive in and play various tabletop RPG systems and games, such as Mini 6, Fiasco, Inspectors, Monster of the Week, Fate, and more. But no matter the rule set or setting, some pretty intense storytelling hits the fan. So whether you like epic fantasy, adventure, comedy, sci-fi, or we're just horrifically bad puns, we've got something to feast your imagination on. Listen to our full episodes and more at BoneThrowersTheater.com. And may the bones fall ever in your favor. If you're looking for a sports host and show that gives you the flavor. Tom Brady thrown for over 60,000 yards, the most playoff victories, the most Super Bowls, the most Super Bowl MVPs. He is not the greatest of all time. That brings the energy. Shaq quote, the earth is flat. Close quote. The earth is round. That isn't about. This or that. It ain't this or that. Charles Barkley, 1994. You stole two home games in the Western Conference semifinals against the Rockets. Your team blows it in seven. One year later, up three games to one. Two games at home. And you blow that too. Then you've come to the right place. 
I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guy, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports! On Cole Sports with a Z. Listener, I hope you are enjoying our Black Panther spoiler review so far. We're going to get into stuff we didn't like, but before we do that, I do want to let you know, if you have been enjoying the show for some time, there's more show to be had. Join our fan club, jockanerd.com slash Patreon, and I cannot be more excited to say this following statement. We have three new patrons this week. Holy fuck. Right? In one week. That's four for the month already. Huge shout out. Biggest mistake ever. Look, thanks for uh, throwing your money away (laughs) at us. You didn't need that money anyways. Trust me, it's fine. Thank you to new patrons signing up this week. Listeners, Steve Lee, Jess Rivera, and Chaz Hebbard. We got Jess to give us money. Charles. Charles Hebbard, also known as Chaz. Oh, there's a Chaz. Chaz. Chaz is his nickname. Uh, Jess uh, posted his Patreon thank you to the Facebook group and commented, looking forward to ducking y'all like bill collectors every month. Keep up the not-so-lousy work. Um, That's probably the most accurate review of our show. Well played, sir. Well played. And look, I just got to say thank you to everybody supporting us every month ongoing. Seriously. I can't, I, we can't believe it. And I was speechless. Three. You guys, they are all enjoying bonus content because when you sign up, you get a whole nother podcast with bonus exclusive shit from us just for you, our Patreon member. Thank you so much. Jockinner.com slash Patreon. Slash Patreon. Slash in your face. Uh, look, <laughs> Black Panther did a lot of things right. Uh, right. But it's right. not a perfect movie. No. No movie right. is. No movie really. is. And sometimes it's really fun to nitpick things, but this is part of the show. We're going to discuss what didn't work for us in this movie. Uh, who's got a good one wants to go first? I got like a list of oh, it, but Jesus I, Christ, I don't want to go and take up over the whole thing. Relax. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a couple and then Ruggs can, yeah, we'll just, we'll just jump around. Okay. All right. I think we, we all can agree on the first point. Which is? Which is the fight, the fight choreography. Not enough um, white people. No, sorry. No. Uh, no where's my white panther? I'm good with it. I, 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 that didn't bother me at all in the least. There should be even less white people in this movie. Yes. Too many. There was. Too many. All right. Um, but the fight choreography, the way it's shot, like Kugler is a great actor's director. Yeah. He's a great, like, uh, at making these great vistas and panoramas, like Wakanda looked great. But when things are moving on screen and he's using CG, I don't think he really mm. knows mm. how to navigate that mm. as well. Well, this would have been the it. first time he really yeah. had to do yeah. this. Yeah, you know? yeah. It, you it's, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Scenes, if you look at the action scenes in Creed, the action scenes in Creed were awesome uh, because he was using real people, right. real everything. Using CGI is definitely a different beast. And one of the things that takes a lot away from this is that we've seen the Black Panther directed by the Russo brothers, and I feel like the action in that movie, it's him better. in action in that movie... He was doing a lot of the same things, just better. Like that car chasing where he's running and chasing the cars yeah. and then jumping on shit and like fighting uh winter soldier. And then, you know, you know going Cap. on the rooftops yeah. and all. It, that was just so epic that 
this version just seemed to pale in comparison. So he definitely felt more real in Civil War, like with I, physics wise. I'd have yes. to say it. I mean, yeah. I, it kills yeah. me to say it, but, but it's I true. Just, I think that, and look, and the Russo brothers coming from directing co- community TV comedies, like the Russo brothers to me have shown us the best action in the MCU. Like, I don't know how they know how to fucking choreograph this action so well. I don't think anybody's done it better well, that, than that. That scene at the end. Or the the final battle. I mean, when they're fighting in the in the the train. Yeah, when they, when they go down and, and not yeah. the best, not the best. No, and, no. I mean it, it. It definitely is two CGI characters fighting each other. It's very rubbery, and in terms of the choreography, this is what I didn't understand. So I I liked a lot of the final fight, but the very last moment between T'Challa and Eric, where the the train comes and he the knife flips up and then he just like stabs him and he's like nice move and it just was kind of very anticlimactic i was like yeah oh, i agree oh that's it like what and i didn't even i saw it twice i couldn't figure out what why he said nice move i guess cuz he got him caught well, he, inside the yeah, sonic disruptors well, yeah he caught him in mid air and he yeah. could stab with him with it. while yeah. he was yeah disrupting i mean he was what happened respect. he was showing respect he was show, yeah and what happened after that was very heartfelt and touching oh you man know, in terms of his dying, but like just oh, the wait, fight was we, robbery. I know we're in the bad part. Okay, That's go back to thing. a good thing. Go one ahead. more thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. This happens all the time. Sorry. It happens. Michael B. Jordan's. I know we were sad that he died, and yeah. I'm, I'm one of the people that. So that, I guess that's a nitpick for me is that I'm. I wish that this character was coming I back. I as well yes. believe that he should have lived. Yes, I, I do think. I love that. I know the line you're going to say it was amazing. I yes. am going to say the line, but I do think going back. I I wish that he came back, and I wish that he would uh, have a redemption arc. But I think because he died as king, there's no reason we can't see him in the fucking astral plane in future films. Oh, he was the king when he, he died. died as a king, or he, he was. Oh shit! He, he will be in time. the ancestral plane. Hold, hold on, hold on. He never what? was officially king because no? T'Challa was never dead. Oh, it's that's also true. It's by combat. It's it's you have to die. You have to give. He didn't. He, didn't he never kill he did. He did take heart shape herb. He did I think they earth. cheated. Yeah, but that doesn't. He he never became king. That's and true. Obviously, yeah. the astral that astral plane is much more the spiritual. The rules were bent on that it's, fight it's scene. Right? Yeah. It wasn't government. It's much more spiritual. I don't think we'll see him there. I don't think we'll see him. I, there. I mm. think we will. Mm. I think that's how we will see him again in mm. the future. Yeah. But going back to what I did like when he Charles like we can save like maybe we can heal you. Yeah. And he's just like. Uh, bury me in the water where yeah. my ancestors who jumped off the boat or something along those lines. Oh my yep. god! He, said, like, he they knew, says they knew it would be better to be dead than being bonded. Yeah, being bonded. Yeah. What a fucking great line! Oh, yeah. like, I was oh like, if you're god. gonna die, you're gonna die looking out at the sunset for the you know like yep. yeah. gonna, he's yeah. basically yeah. living his dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's like, fuck you. Yep. I'm but dying at this the way. same time, Marvel gives us the same fucking opposite villain of the main guy with the same powers. You got two guys fighting; they got the same pretty yeah. much suit on yeah. and the same powers. See, one of Why? the things, one of the things that I really was kind of, I knew from the trailer that I wasn't going to get this, but I didn't know exactly because there always could be a surprise. It could be a twist at the end or something. You know what I mean? So when he grabs that mask out of that thing in the museum, yeah. I thought that he was going to either raid Shuri's thing or use that mask as you know or or, or and bring that back in and, be, and maybe make, make a it suit into out like of that or something. Out. Yeah, mm. like a, so like to, he he kind of re- realize his his actual identity and not just be another Black Panther. Nope, that um, didn't happen. No. So I I, <laughs> I thought that was a missed opportunity for have at least have some variety in the two people fighting because we always see like these opposite sides yeah. of the coin mirror images fighting each other. I just I don't understand why they would knowingly do that. They know that they do this. You couldn't find, written your way around that well, somehow. It, makes, it, it, does it does make, make sense. sense though, it's just the story. easiest way. It is. It's just it the is. easiest. Yes. 
It's just easy and predictable. So I thought that that was kind of like a letdown. That I wanted to see a surprise. Speaking there of, were some, there were there some, were some but, but Rugs, you just said a uh, key word there: predictable. Yes. Did you, TJ? Uh, did you think the movie was somewhat predictable? I did for multiple reasons. Um, one, you know, it's it's the damn title is Black Panther, so there's no way the Black <laughs> Panther is actually going to lose, right? So right? First and foremost, the marketing genius that is Disney and Marvel. As awesome as they are for keeping our anticipation and our hype level yeah. at an all-time high for these movies upcoming, obviously Infinity Wars 1 and 2 or however they're now deciding to title them. Um, I wish that until we know the – how do I put this? Until we know what's going to happen to the certain characters, for instance, Black Panther – if they wouldn't have shown us any Black Panther in the trailers for Infinity War, mm-hmm. then there would have been maybe a little bit of anticipation. Is, is he going to make it? Obviously, Infinity War's got a lot of characters. Are they going to trim some of the fat? You know, but we've already seen production. We've already mm-hmm. seen trailers for Infinity War. So there's but never you don't know any who's real in the suit, sense. right? No, no you do. Oh, they show the scene yeah. where he's giving Cap a shield, saying, "Oh yeah, get this that's man right." He goes, "Get this so man a shield." We know he's there. So there's no sense of danger to me. And you also see Okoye and some of the other side characters in those trailers. So it's like, if we haven't seen the way these characters' story ends up in their movie that we know is coming before Infinity War, don't show them. I I got to piggyback on that. That's a good point. Marketing for this film, obviously, they had to market that Michael B. They didn't have to, but they did, that Michael B. Jordan's in this film, Mm -hmm. and he's turning into the Black Panther. Mm -hmm. But if you had watched this film without watching any of the marketing, the first half of the film... Isn't it, this film actually isn't that predictable in the sense that the first half of the film Ulysses Claw is portrayed as the main villain? Right. It's not till halfway through the film that Killmonger shoots him in the head. That's and, unpredictable. And then you're like, oh shit, Killmonger is the fucking villain. Uh, if you if you're a guy who watches movies, you know that that first scene means something, right. and it's gonna come back later. Yep. Right. It's setting but then, something but then, up. But then you, it sets that up. It also sets up, oh, shit, it's his brother. Oh, yeah. shit, that's it's his that. cousin. Yeah, what's yeah. up, Auntie? You know, yeah. of, I mean, when he shot his girl, I was like, oh, this guy doesn't fuck around. I yeah, was he like, holy fuck. shit. No, he I knew fucking- he didn't give a shit. When he took that lady, he was like, yeah, burn it. And she was like, but my king, we can't. Yeah. My king, we can't burn these herbs. And he was like, he held her by her neck. He said, hey, when I give an order, I mean that shit. <laughs> He's like, so yeah. he said that line, Damn. and I had chills. I yes. was like, yo. <laughs> He's yeah. One of the best fucking characters. He's dead. He's yeah. dead. I know. <laughs> why do they call him? He's not why? dead. Why? Just I like, hope he's not dead. But he, he did. Yeah, he gone. You think he's dead? He gone. He gone. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, okay. Here, more more nitpicks. Yes. So as as well as as Wakanda was realized. Yeah. And I, I'm sure they had a huge budget. I wish they had the budget to actually fucking film this in Africa. Yeah, this is all Georgia. That, These a are lot sets of that in CGI yeah. composite yeah. scenes. Yeah. It was a soundstage yeah. in Atlanta. And yeah. some of it that you can tell that this is Coogler's first time kind of compositing yeah. this stuff because there there's some of the scenes where Black Panther's talking to T'Chaka and they're in the astral plane. I'm sorry, but that looks like fucking uh CGI that's from Justice League when uh, Aquaman's talking and he's in the water to Bruce yeah. Wayne and they're talking yeah. and it's like you can clearly tell that background is not lived in at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. like that, that's rampant, you yeah. know. The it's, it's, it's throughout the film where I mean, yeah. the waterfall looked cool. The waterfall was an outdoor set. It's right. a, that some was that, a huge set. Some of that set. looked cool and, the, yeah. and the, some of the shots were very well done, but a lot of it you you were like ah like like Age of Ultron. They actually went to South Africa and filmed yeah, that stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and yeah, I know that, that, that that's probably scene. very yeah. expensive, but maybe the next film they, they can mm. do that. 
I think it's something they should have done. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering. I was like, man, did they go? I know Ryan Coogler flew there. Like his first trip to Africa was in production for this movie, and that's where he got the idea. I don't idea think they actually the filmed anything no, in Africa. No, no, no. There's all, there's, there's all Georgia. It's they, Atlanta. They, they use that money. Yeah. You you enjoy the scene, but for whatever reason, they use that money to go to South Korea instead. Yeah, yeah, that shit. That shit was on location. That That's was a on good location. Point. Yeah. But I think like, they wait, ran I'm, out of money in South yeah, Korea. It's like, wait, like, this shit. is Black Panther. Wouldn't you go to Africa? I think it's because, like, if they would have done it in Africa, they wouldn't have all of the seat creature comforts for the the cast and crew and true. everything. That's like, true. you're in the middle of like the elements. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Go to South Africa. Let's South go. Africa's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Filled with white people. Yeah, it's filled with white people. Uh, going back to something I love that I just want to mention real quick, the fucking makeup and lighting. I really enjoyed that second waterfall scene where Eric is fighting T'Challa, like as the sun is coming down and then you see the lighting on them in the dawn lighting. I just, the, the attention, the detail was great. The fucking makeup was great. Uh, but uh, uh, Rugs, what do you got on your list? That didn't work. Um, I had, and I know you're going to, a lot, all three of you are going to disagree okay, with me, let's but go. this is just... Just, just go, just go with me on this one. All right, just uh, try and just see where I'm coming from here, and you can tell me that I'm wrong, which I probably am. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I'm, I disclaimer the shit out of what I'm about to say. <laughs> okay. All right. So I agree a hundred percent, a billion percent, that Eric Killmonger should hate everybody, especially white people, and they sh- he should be referring to to them as colonizers. I also think that uh, Michonne, I forgot her name of her character. Okoye. 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 Uh, she is a military person. She's kind of jaded. She should also not trust anyone and whatever. But the sister, Shuri, I feel like she should be a glimmer of hope. Mm. And when I saw her spout that line out, I was like, well, that, you know, like she's, you know, she's supposed to be the hopeful one. She wanted to stay isolationist. No, she said what something she about say? colonizers. She calls Martin Freeman. No, she Freeman's calls Martin yeah, yeah, yeah. colonizer. Yeah, which is a yeah, funny yeah. line. She's like, "Don't yeah. scare me, colonizer." But I so, think, from her point of view, that's how she just knows white people. Well, I, 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 I know that, but yeah. I just think that I think that everybody. It'd be cool to have some variety in in, in, in differentiation of thought, or maybe like a hopefulness or an optimism. Well, there. I think towards but, the end of the film, she was optimistic. I mean, considering the fact that, you know, he, I feel like she was an optimistic character. Like the fact that she's into like, what are those and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, or, or kind of like a, a kind of with it, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Did you guys notice, did you guys notice that Marvel has successfully redeemed two human torches? Yes. That's the other thing. He fights <laughs> and, and Black Panther has fought two human torches. Yeah. So we should Insane. just have everybody be a human torch yes. and then they can be a, a successful and then they Marvel can come over Basically, you got to eat shit. And then yeah, you'll you'll exactly. come back, come back. <laughs> yeah. then we'll it's like it's like hazing at a frat. You eat, it's like initiation. Yeah. That's what else? Was what that? else? Who's yeah, got I got one. one. Okay, got go, one. Anthony. This movie was, I think, two, a little over two hours. Yes, I, I wish it was longer. Um, be, and <laughs> yeah, here's my criticism: is I feel like they could have milked Killmonger being king and being this radical king for a little bit longer. Yes, yes. You know, also, like, he, he was such a good fucking character, and it was like T'Challa's dead. Oh wait, we found him. Now he's back. Like it's like all that yeah. happens within like too short a time. Like yeah, yeah. Go ahead. There Rick. was this thing. There was this thing, and I'm gonna piggyback on this. So like, I don't think the movie had to be longer. In fact, I think they could have shortened it a little bit, but they could have extended that scene because that that would be more interesting than some of the stuff that's happened that would be predictable. Yes, right. and you could just kind of like montage your way through that stuff. Yes, but yeah, it was very quick and. um 
they kept on saying, well, when he gets control of the vibranium, I'm like, he's already king. He's got control of the vibranium. You can't let him get control. Of the- he's already the king. He's, there. he's got control of the vibranium. So I just thought that that was weird to be in the script. They, they should have like actually written a, an obstacle for him to get, to get the vibranium. Yes. It was just right there. And yeah, got it. it really. Yeah. So I do. Like they, I mean, I agree with Anthony. Also, I wish we had a little bit more depth into Killmonger because he seemed to like, he, he would just talk in phrases. Like he didn't have more than like three or four lines at a time. And I just, I kind of wish we knew a little bit more about, well, they could have they used more, it some just of the time used, better. They could have used more time as him yeah. being not only this radical king, because but then for, also but also diving into some of the issues that he had. Because I, I had a few pacing issues. Like there's that one scene where it's just T'Challa and Nakia and they're sitting on a cliff and it's, it's a cute heartfelt scene, but he's just, he's literally repeating to her what we just saw. Well, that's the thing. Like you know? when, yeah. that's the thing about repetition, I, and it was deliberately done by Kugler. Like yeah. I know why he did it. Ah. Like we see T'Challa go through the whole coronation process. He takes the herb. He goes to do it. Then and we then do, do the exact again. same yeah. thing, yeah. almost yeah. in the same pace. Yeah. yeah. So I would have liked that pace to be quickened up a little bit because to we've let seen it room. once already. Yes. You could have yeah. uh, cut some of that out. Agreed. Agreed. Um, you know what else was weird in some of the editing? I feel like in the initial trailers, the the some of the action scenes they showed us, they showed us more in the trailers, and they seem to get chopped up in this movie. For example, in the beginning, when he drops out of the plane with the EMPs, mm. I I'm pretty sure in the trailer, like you see more of that because like where did he land? What happened? That was weird. Uh, they don't show that. In they don't show that. They don't show that in the trailers. Oh, and then I feel like the Korea scene, that whole flip move running on the side of the building coming down i feel like the trailer had a little bit more of an open breathing cut scene version of that uh, and it just seems like things were cut really weird yeah. and shoved together in some I, of the i got to disagree i don't think i think they actually showed it all pretty accurate really? this isn't one of those yeah i don't so there's a lot of trailer film would be. <laughs> yeah there's a lot of trailers that show shit that don't end up in the film i i don't think this is one of those justice movies, league man. where they show you a completely different movie completely different movie but they give you something some, else i will say that. dialogue that yeah. was cut out like because yeah. everett ross's character everett ross was oh. like you know i've seen yeah aliens that's cut out. come out oh and that's I've a good point that, now blah, 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 but i've never seen this i also thought Immediately afterwards, I was like, I wish there was more action. Like, I just wish there was a little bit more action. Yeah, there's only like two real extended sequences that goes from the, the Korean fight scene in the place yeah. that spills out yeah. into the into, into the, the street, car scene, and then the end, and then, and then like maybe a couple of the the the, the, it was the waterfall scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like the beginning, like that was a two second thing where he meets his girlfriend yeah. there. Yeah. And that then that, the, the, and I then, wish. I wish they had a little bit more action. Um, That's all. Before we get into rhinos, yes, did you uh, put it? Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, that were poor, poor CGI. Yeah. Um, the ah, fuck, man. The, the 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 soundtrack was great, but there was a few cues, especially in the deleted scene, uh, not in the deleted scenes. The the scenes after, what do you call those the things? Post credit scenes. Post credit scenes. Post-credit scenes. Um, that sounded like X Men to me. Like da na na da na na na. Like I, I'm like I, I'm like. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? Uh, all of this whole movie, I've been hearing all this original shit, and all of a sudden, like, in this scene, There's I the hear, Marvel like, horns. Yeah, I'm like, so I just, I was like, whoa, why did they? Was that a safe? Was that like a thing to be safe to like? I didn't really know. I mean, the Marvel I, did, yeah, I didn't even notice those. I'm yeah, not sure I didn't really notice See, see. Yeah, no. with the scene, especially when you see the fucking thing land, uh, in uh. In California, oh, at the end of the movie in Oakland, in the Bay yeah. Area, yeah, yeah. you hear that, da-na-na-na, da-na-na-na, like that sounds like the X Men uh, theme to me. 
And uh, yeah. so I, I was like, I thought that was really weird. It stood out. I was like, it took me right out of the movie. Um, so I, I thought that was like, I did not notice choice. that. But yeah, how about this, either. guys? These post credit scenes to me, kind of pointless. What the fuck was the point of these scenes? Well, you want to know that when she says we're gonna fit, fix another broken white man, what are they talking about? Yeah, that's that's right. the broken white man. Yeah. That was the, where you get that. Joke. But yeah, who was surprised by that? Like it yeah. didn't give you anything. Well, for the people who didn't know, yeah. that was the resolution. A lot that. of people who watched this movie were like, "Who?" Because they don't watch the MCU movies. They're like, "Who is that? Who the fuck was that guy?" Well, you just answered your own question, Imran. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it answered who that was. <laughs> well, I know the first, all, and then, then the you first see an one armless was, dude, and then the first one was basically a shot at Trump. It was where he's like, uh, you know, "We leaders, build bridges, like, yeah, not build bridges, barriers. yeah, not barriers." Yeah. So I know that apparently that was originally at the end of the movie. That's how it was supposed to end, and they right. just put it at the end. Uh, but he does call like the white wolf name at that. The second one it's is maybe Easter an Easter egg, maybe alluding to something. Egg-y. Yeah. All right, uh, who, uh, TJ, you got one. Oh, uh, shit. We talked about all the ones that I wanted to talk about. Um, yeah. e, uh, you know, I think the only thing, that, the, one of the other things that I, I wasn't a, a huge fan of, um, there was no, there was no blood. And I know yes. that's a very, when I said there was no blood, there was a little bit of blood. Um, Claw getting shot, they had some blood spots. You know, there were, it was a little bit of blood. But I guess if we're allowing Marvel, if Marvel's allowing directors and to kind of take these visions of these characters and start making them their own. And, you know, obviously with the the acquisition of Fox and what they're going to do with Deadpool or what they aren't going to do with Deadpool, if they're allowing you to kind of do your own thing, that's, I just, you don't stab somebody and not see any blood. I when agree. He that, Look, when he it, pulled that blade out of yes, his side and there was yes. no blood on it, it just took me out of it. For, it's bullshit. for just a moment, it took yeah. me out. It, it is PG-13, but TJ, I totally agree with you. It's such a nitpicky thing, but yeah. it's a big pet peeve. It just, yeah. Like Wolverine it, pulls his claws out in all the movies. There's no fucking blood. Yeah. Yeah. Put some, a yeah. little bit of blood on there. It's not going to yeah, kill a you. Bit, like, just to give the reality yes. you know, some yeah. kind of weight. It does take you right. Because he pulls that out fucking clean. I'm like, come yeah. on, come on. Like, there's nothing on there, really? No nothing. My, no nothing. My last nitpick besides the blood is the rhinos. Okay, I didn't know what to put the war rhinos in the good part or the bad part because I like the concept <laughs> of war rhinos, but they kind of look like shit. So I don't yeah, know. They, yeah, they the idea is awesome. Yeah, but the execution is not so. When awesome. he was riding that rhino, that, that did not look good. No, no, I didn't look good at all. <laughs> I didn't like. I, I actually didn't mind him riding. It's the rhino on its own where I'm just like, oh my god. No, I That's thought awful. that looked very rubbery when he jumped on the back of that rhino and yeah. took off. I thought that was extremely... Yeah, we're like beyond that those was like things. Spider-Man 1. Yeah. yeah. Dude, like, I just was watching a clip, and this is a total sidebar, of um, of Justice League. Yeah. With fucking Steppenwolf, yeah. Oh. How that's the biggest dog shit ever. <laughs> like we can't allow that to happen no. anymore. Like no more of this. Sorry, cut the shit already. Like we're not. This. We're seeing this now. Like we're not like first timers to seeing CG. No. We we see it on a daily basis. And now. with right. I mean, and you're watching things in IMAX, crystal clear. Like audiences screen, pick up on this we shit. We can see yeah. that shit. You pick up. You can't. It's so hard to hide it. You can see the shit so like much. If cleaner. the movie's really good, you'll forgive anything yeah. if they and this is where black panther uh it, you could forgive a lot because the Absolutely. movie was so I mean, good and the performances yeah. are so good yeah. i mean all these nitpicks i totally it doesn't matter because the movie's so good yeah. it makes oh, up for it uh, here's a, i thought this was a good and bad thing 
the fact that there was no setup for Infinity War or any allusion to anything. Thing, actually. I, I didn't mind it either. Yeah, I, I liked it, and I Why didn't do you think like that's it? a bad thing. Well, because it could be a it could be a one shot thing that you yes. that you see no, on your great. own with not having to see anything else. As a Marvel nerd. I would have loved just a little. You had two post-credit scenes. Maybe in scenes. a post-credit. Yeah, they didn't Maybe even give it to you in a post-credit but... scene, though. But it did help the movie. Like, this is why the movie is strong, is they're not trying to shoehorn all this shit in and yeah, set right. something else up. Yeah. But the hardcore nerds, I was like, give me something, God damn it. Well, uh, I, see, I, I look at it like, you know, you can, you can, you already understand the implications. Like, that was right. the whole basis of the fight. Yep, yep, Now, all yep. of a sudden, this vibranium, this Wakandan tech is, is going to be... You know, and I'm sure they're not going to give everything out once. They're not going to open the damn floodgate. They're going to start trickling in stuff. But, but I do feel like this vibranium and Wakanda yeah, is super important moving yeah. into Infinity War, yeah. like probably bigger than we think. Yeah, but if you think about it, man, I mean, why would Wakanda right now have anything to do with space? Like, just keep. I like that it was on its own. Yeah, I like. I like that they kept it in yeah. house. Yeah. They kept they got it in spaceships the though. Part. They probably got I, a spaceship. I have one more tiny nitpick. Okay. All right, and this is another stupid one that you're gonna make. Shut the fuck up! But um, <laughs> Shuri, I, I I have to say At these things. I'm sorry. I'm being honest with you. I know I'm being an idiot, but Shuri's arm cannons. Yes, I fucking didn't yes. like. Them. Why not? I didn't like no, them either. Number yes. one, yes. Uh, number I one, I just that. didn't like them that they're that her hands are in the cannons. They're huge. And then, like, I would rather they were mounted on top of her, like, forearms so she could still grab stuff. Because oh, what she's yeah. going to do is they drop the cannons every time she's got to touch something. Well, it yeah, just doesn't just, seem like... They just didn't like... seem strong enough. Like, what was the point? Like, who were you yeah. going to hurt with that? You were going to slow them down. But That's a good point. You're not going to so, do any damage, like... I just thought that if Shuri is this great designer, she's going to design something that's fucking a little badass, more streamlined, yeah. probably, and not something yeah. that I could see in like I Paw think, Patrol. I think. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, agree. Yeah, I was going to say it, the Patrol. design at first in the trailer I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool. They look like yeah. fucking Panthers." And then I saw you yeah. in real live action. It's I'm pretty like, big and clunky. That looks like a fucking toy. Yeah, <laughs> I did like that they had Panther heads in front. Did you yeah, guys I notice like that? that? I like that. I like. I like that those Panther heads. Panther heads opened and closed like a mouth and she can grab like stuff. Voltron, yeah. like Voltron like Voltron or some shit yeah. like yeah. it just That'd wasn't cool. designed yeah. enough like it wasn't thought out enough no like it could have been cooler well, that's all was, I'm saying that was designed to be to sell toys yeah like, I guarantee Maybe. you you're yeah. gonna find those little arm cannons at oh, Toys yeah. R Us yeah. But, yeah. yeah that was that was yeah. a toy that was a toy so. uh, yeah. I don't know what, what, if I was a kid maybe I would want that I don't know yeah, strap that shit on I would want it as a kid as long as silly spray shoots out of them I would strap those on but I think look like we said I think that's it uh, if anybody has anything you can bring up later but for what didn't work really it's really nitpicky and it, I, and the, the how all the good things this movie does totally it, makes up for all this shit well yeah it just boils down to the, the fight scenes which are not even a big part of the movie right right which is crazy about a superhero film yeah yeah so you're talking about something that's maybe 20% of the movie where the rest of it can can definitely prop it up like now if you had action being 50% of the movie then you'd have a problem it's like the comparison to like well, the Iron Fist is supposed to be about action, and the action scenes are terrible. Yeah, where this is more just a philosophical battle of you know who's right and wrong, what you should do with power. All it's that a, kind it's of jazz. The, yeah, it's the introduction so it's really, of Wakanda. Yeah, the, the fight scenes at the end of the day aren't all that They're significant. Secondary. Yeah. yeah, no, it's. A, yeah. It, I mean, it's about costumes. Yeah. It's about scenery. It's about character, you know, all character these development. characters and yeah. customs and tradition. Yep. There's so many. It's about family. Yeah, that's yeah. a huge component uh, component of this thing that that we didn't even talk about, like the family element and f- how important yeah. it is to to think of the your family in in, in a different way. So it's in a responsibility the sins, the sins that sins of the father pass on. That's to the right. Son. Yep. That's and right. How do, you, how do you not make the same mistakes how every generation? Same exactly. Same, you know? 
can a good man be a good king? That, and that, yeah, that is such a great, like, that's such a great concept alone. And they throw in these other great concepts, but I love seeing that now he kind of knows his worldview at the end. And it was almost like at the end of Iron Man, where he's like, I am Iron Man. It's kind of the same setup yeah, at the he, end I mean, of this is. movie. It's, he literally, you know? it's about him. He's, he's like, we're here. Say it. Yeah. Can I help you? Yep. Where Wakanda? Who are and the kids? Like, who stopped. are you? Yep. And he doesn't answer. Well, so I mean, good. think about like, you know, just having a film, a Marvel film in 2018 now where it ends in Oakland and it's a, a little black boy looking yeah. up to, he's, it's portraying him looking up to this, you know, powerful black character and being yeah. like, who are you? Like, yeah. it's yeah. like all, the epitome of, oh my God, like this is someone I can grow up to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm telling you as, as, as a, as a, as a black man, it was, it was awesome to see. It really was. And it just, it felt, it felt good. Um, it's about time. I don't know proud. why it took so long proud. to make something proud, at, at this. And, uh, and I think one, two, it's, it's got that Wonder Woman feel where everyone's yeah. rallying around it. I, yeah. I actually think this is a better film, too, than oh, Wonder yes. Woman. Yes, yes, with, yes. With even yeah. deeper themes. Yes. And, um, so I think I'm, I'm happy that the hype around this one More is, culturally is, is, important. Weird, is real and that, and that the film it's is actually deserved. delivering. Yes. Yes. It's, it, it's, a, it's a better story than Wonder yeah. Woman. It's a better yeah. script. It's acted better than Wonder Woman. Yeah. I do think that Wonder Woman has some very iconic scenes. Mm -hmm. I'll agree with that. Yeah, no man's that land. you cannot yeah. get out of your head. Yeah. So that that's all. It's worth it's worth mentioning. Yes, but uh, yeah, this film is it eclipses it just in the, in star power and acting in, alone. Well, in this one and you now, you walk the, away. The people that embody the characters yes. are just way better than in Wonder Woman. You Absolutely. walk away loving the characters, wanting to see more, wanting to hang out in Wakanda. Right. Did any of you guys? And your and at your theater notice. I mean, I had a few more than a few black people were in the traditional like yeah, some, oh, wherever yeah. their culture oh, yeah. was yeah. wearing the garb. Yeah, I thought it was, it was really it awesome. Was awesome. The Dashikis all over yes. the place, man. Yes, I love that. That's that see. was amazing. I was like, look at what's going on. Yeah, this is yeah. crazy. Like, uh, I, this has never happened before. It's it's unbelievable. Like, it just made me so happy. Well, it's almost just like you know when when the Star Wars movie comes out and they come out in their Jedi robes. Yeah, yep, yep. it, yep. it was awesome to see us being able to and you know. I was being able to enjoy this culture. Yeah. You know, this beautiful culture that has been here that, you know, while it's been here, nobody's ever really paid attention to it no. the way they are no. now. And I, I love the fact that it's brought awareness and this idea that there's so much more to see. There's so much more to, you know, our culture mm -hmm. than what we've been portrayed of, particularly in, in media. You know, every time you see an African-American character, they're, a drug dealer, yep. uh, a, a rapist, uh, anything negative, and they're positive. I, I don't. I'm, I can't say it's always like that, but the right. vast majority of time, like for instance, you know Denzel, he won an Oscar by doing what? Playing a crooked ass cop, being a bad cop, being and acting all crazy, cop, playing a crooked ass cop. Yeah. You know, so it's just like we we get tired of seeing that stigma attached to us. So to be able to have this movie, yeah. Be the exact opposite is, is such a there breath was of fresh a time, air. though i would like to just address this yeah. that in the 90s that there was this afro like uh, resurgence coming back and then for some reason it went away and well, i don't know why you know what's it was interesting it's happened a couple of times if you mm -hmm. really if you think about when eddie murphy was making his comedies yep. that era like you thought that would change things and then and it went away yep. it became a trend it got done to death then you think about you got to do the right thing boys in the hood juice you got that wave of movies which i was all into those but, that, but that's a different kind of thing i'm talking about remember in a different world where that were, were um you know in the in, after the after the cosby show with uh lisa yeah, Bonet, lisa Bonet yeah. College. there was a huge thing that was a thing for a while where people were like trying to reclaim 
their their nationality mm. and their and their mm. traditions. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason they got eclipsed by well, I don't know, Diddy. I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it, Diddy is to blame. It, it just didn't get mainstream. It didn't yeah. get enough attention. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah it, so. It just, it, it just, it never caught fire. And that's the unfortunate truth to it. You didn't have the type of social media. You didn't have right. the type of access, the instant access that we have now. So, so now you that think that, that now is the time that you think it's going to actually have a little bit? That's it. That's the question. I don't know how many, I don't know what are the cultural implications of this movie? Is I don't that, know. You think Hollywood's going to learn their lesson finally? I, I like to hope so. Um, I think that again, you'll, we'll be able to at least get to envision these people as more than just what they've already been cast at in prior movies. Right. Um, you know, the funny thing about Chadwick Boseman, he's got this history of playing really, really poignant characters. He Jackie, Brown, Jackie, Jackie, Robinson, yeah, Jackie Brown, Jackie Robinson, or James Brown. Brown. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, you know, T'Challa. Yeah. T'Challa. I mean, he's just, he's been this, he's been like this living superhero. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, he's had this opportunity to play so many important, poignant characters um, in modern film that it's, I mean, this guy has literally gotten every dope role. Like every role. He didn't even I have think, to audition for this. They called no, they him. They called him. Yeah. yeah. They were like, you want this? I think that he, I think that TJ says something really important here is that now is the time because you have social media, you have awareness like on a level that it's never been before. And you think that Hollywood's going to learn their lesson or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it could be true because the fact that this is breaking all kinds of records yeah. that it's being embraced by everyone. Yep. Like I, I guarantee you right now, Sony and and every other and studio Warner is like looking for black characters Dude, now. Do you think They're Warner like, Brothers? How can we get on this train? <laughs> Warner Brothers is going to make a Black Justice League next year. Watch, yep. well, we're going mean, to fucking do it. The fact that it came out in in Black History Month, it, yeah, you know that that's not that's not by chance. That somebody thought about this. But the but one of the things that. Um, I've always said is that if you like, there's been there's been multiple times where they've tried to launch characters and then nobody gets behind it. Yeah, they've been there's been multiple times where they try to launch like these things, these fringe things or whatever, but no one gets behind it. So I hope this is yeah. different. I feel like yeah, this I is different. Like this is. I mean, I was literally at work the the day after I seen Black Panther for the second time, and I seen this this little bitty white boy, blonde hair, blue eye. Walking yeah. around in a Black Panther costume, yeah. and I just, I just, I was excited. I was yeah. absolutely excited because that he gets it. Yeah, and it's it's crazy that these kids get it before a lot of adults, but this kid gets it. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Yeah, they see it for what it is. They well, see you know, it. The most purity. people, most people, like uh, they really want to enjoy this stuff, mm-hmm. but it's it, it's crazy with what's going on in in the climate, what's going on in your Facebook feed, what's going on. Like there's a there was a woman who. Who uh who tweeted out like how long can I wait to go see Black Panther <laughs> so I don't interrupt people's enjo- enjoyment of it? And I'm like, if you're thinking about what it that, that hard, then you got a problem. Yeah, you just go watch the movie. Yeah. All right, if you you know just go <laughs> yeah. go support it. Like yeah. they they you know you got to spend your money and you got to like get it get the money to the to the studio and they'll make more movies like this. Yes, yeah, it's that simple. Well, that's what because I feel like most these studio executives would have scoffed at the idea of even doing this and would not have thought it would make this much money. I think it's just blowing their mind. The fact that right it's now. making this much money is going to change a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. I love the fact that it's it's Disney that's behind it. You know, we we talk about people talk about evolution and they saw, you know, oh well Disney was this racist company back in the early days and you can you can go into history books and see all these cartoons that Disney's done. If right. you can find me a company that was around then 
that wasn't that racist? did not have a racist past. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then, then I, that would surprise me. But the fact that Disney was who they were and have evolved and understood their wrongs and have made amends and is moving forward, I think that shows growth. I think that shows Absolutely. what yeah. it really is about. And it's just about understanding that there were wrongs done and we're if moving forward. If something is the same it. thing over all of this time, then yeah. there's a problem. Yeah, exactly. they're being and they're being responsible with they their are. their corporate power, even though they're sometimes they're evil corporate geniuses. Yeah. But they sure. do a lot of good. <laughs> Dude, check out look at the top five highest opening weekend movies of all time. Look at this list that it's already joined. Star Wars The Force Awakens, Star yeah. Wars The Last Jedi. Jurassic World number three, Marvel's The Avengers number four, Black Panther oh, shit. now number five, <laughs> highest opening fucking, and that's four Disney movies yeah. and one Jurassic World. Yeah. Holy shit, they dominate now, everything. Yeah. Are we gonna rank this movie? Yes. Oh yes, rank it. Oh yes. Uh, let's. Uh, oh yes. I had some Easter eggs. Anybody interested in Easter eggs? Hmm. Uh, let's run through, run run through, through a list. Yeah, okay, run real quick. That's really we talked. Really to, we talked about most of these. Stan Lee's yep. cameo was kind of funny. I thought. Yep. Uh-uh. He grabbed the chips. I'll just take these for safekeeping. For safekeeping. I love Shuri's <laughs> Back to the Future reference and the Vine reference. Yep. Uh, what are those? That's great. Uh, <laughs> she had you, a Coachella reference. Oh yeah, well, she's yeah, like, Coachella, I thought we were yeah. going to Coachella. <laughs> Not this. Uh-huh. Uh, broken white boy to fix is a great line. Uh, in it. Uh, P- uh, Black Panther's first comic book story arc called Panther's Rage. He wrestles a rhino. Oh, oh there it uh, is. Also in that story arc, Eric throws him over the waterfall to his death. They're pulling this right from Black Panther's first uh, comic book story arc. Uh, we talked about Oakland. The important thing about Oakland, Black Panther in the comics, I think he's from Harlem. Is that where? Or where? Or Black or, Panther? No, I mean uh, Killmonger was originally. From Harlem, yeah, I think maybe. He's from, yeah, be, no, well, mm-hmm. he gets his dad gets exiled and he's yeah, born. He, and he goes, to, okay, and he lives yeah. in Harlem. So he's they, from Wakanda, but he's lived, grew up in Harlem. Yeah. So they changed it to Oakland because not only is it the birthplace of the Black Panther Party, it is mm-hmm. Coogler's hometown. Yeah. Uh, and then tying into that, the, I noticed the Public Enemy poster in in, in his room in the nineties. That was uh, there. What about that, the Grace Jones lookalikes? Oh, that was a great <laughs> line too. We got, we got these two Grace, Grace Jones, Jones looking motherfuckers. Well, <laughs> some Conan. <laughs> yeah, uh, Public Enemy also n- notorious for talking about Black Panther and Nation of Islam in their in their songs. That's the tie-in. This one I love. The older and younger actors playing King T'Chaka. Actually played by father and son, John Atendua Connie. And uh, that was awesome. I was like, did they de-age this motherfucker? How'd they do this? (laughs) This is fucking son. And then we talked about them calling uh, Bucky White Wolf at the very end, which is a name given to an outsider left stranded in Wakanda and eventually raised to be T'Challa's most trusted soldier. That's a hint. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Hint, um, hint. Also, Chadwick Boseman, Michael B. Jordan, both played, starting off their career, both played the same character on All My Children, Reggie Montgomery, for you soap opera that? fans. How about that? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. I Let's rank this, because I have a bunch of questions Whoa, that I want to ask you guys, too. Yes. Oh. You want to think about the ranking? Where are we ranking? Like, what are we doing? This is what we do. Give me a, a <laughs> number out of here? ten, and okay. you you can give a number out of ten, ranking. and where in the MCU you would kind of rank. Okay. All right. Who uh, wants to go first? Go look like uh, guest first, right? TJ, uh, he's not ready, and then I'll. If you're not ready, I'll go. I, I got I'm a list in ready. front of me, so I'm always ready. Okay, TJ, go. So for this one, I'd give this one a solid nine point five. Okay. For you know all the things that we talked about, I do have to say I would put this as my number two. Wow, oh, in the MCU, out of yes, 18. my number two. Oh, I put this number two uh, only behind the Winter Soldier. Okay, respectable. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, all right, all right. Um, I guess I'll go next since I'm talking. Uh, I'll go with a, my rating is an 8.5. Okay. Um, the only reason I'm holding it back from like a 9 or a 10 is the action and the CGI, but story overall was so good that it just, it, I was enthralled by the movie. Um, right on. As far as ranking it in the MCU, I can't put it exactly anywhere Ball just play. yet. Yeah. But I'll, I'll I'll say it's it's definitely top ten, and it's for me probably in that four to three to like seven range, probably. Okay. I'd have okay. to really look at it though, yeah. and yeah, see yeah. where I have everything yeah. else. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe even it could even jump up to two for me. So that's how good I like how much Damn. I like. Okay. It. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, rugs. Well, let's see. Um, as far as a, a score. I've been kind of playing around with uh, maybe eight, okay? Okay. Um, I just really feel like at this stage, this much money, this much hype, it should have delivered on the action and the scenes. And like, I think a lot of people came away disappointing, disappointed with the last final fight, which was such a huge thing. So I think that you build this great movie up and then you have this scene at the end that kind of like leaves you like wanting more. Yeah. And you feel like, Okay, now did it leave up to live up to the hype? You're like, well, in a lot of ways it did, but action wise it didn't, and that's kind of like a, a a mark against it. So I'm gonna say eight okay. as uh, the best possible score I can give it. On another day, I might give it a seven point five. Okay, but um, in the ranking of because uh, rewatchability is a lot for me, action sequences. Sure, if I'm gonna yeah. watch a movie, I skip through all the bullshit and watch the action. Sure, right? sure. So um, now I have it. Listed in my, I, I wrote out the list. Oh, so it is right behind Guardians of the Galaxy. So it's Guardian of the Galaxy, Iron Man, Avengers, Civil War, and Winter Soldier. Because I I have all of this emotional so investment what, wait, in all what these. What number is that? War. Two? Huh? What number is that ranking in the MCU? I think it's six. Okay, or five. Okay, something like that. Okay, it's, like, it's right out. It's either the top five or just right outside the top five. Really? Okay. Uh, so, I I give this movie a nine. I love it. Uh, and as far as ranking... That's only two points better than you ranked Batman v Superman. Never mention <laughs> that again. Oh, I'm shit. cutting that out. Ignore what he said, listener. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Nine out of ten, motherfuckers. And uh, for me, it's... Uh, I'm, I'm close to Rugboy. It's, it's definitely top five or six. I just don't know what order than that five. But, yeah. but it's in the top five or six. Of it just, MCU. It just needed if it the action was just a little bit better and there was maybe one more action it sequence that was extended. More, a little bit more action, maybe. We would have we would have had like a in a top three. I mean, there's yeah. some sick action beats and moments, mm-hmm. but uh I kind of agree. All right, that's good. Look, couple of questions uh that I want to ask you guys. Where is the soul stone? It's in Wakanda. It's you in think Wakanda. so? It's, it's got to be the vibranium. Do you think it's yeah. under the? I think it's under the vibranium yeah, in the it's, mountain. It's there. It's there. It's in Wakanda. There's too much. It's too much untapped about Wakanda, and obviously we've already seen the trailer where there's a huge fight in Wakanda. So yeah, clearly yes. it's going to be important. Yeah. Or is it in, in like the uh, where they go to the ancestral plane? Like that's your soul kind of going into another plane. Is that? I think it's whatever that? fuels those plants. Whatever. Yeah. That, well, that the vibranium too. does, doesn't it? Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's the vibranium that interacts with the environment. Yeah. I, I Speaking think of those plants, 
He burned. They burned all the plants. Is it not going to grow back? Is there no more heart shaped herb? Is he it's the last Black grow. Panther? It's, yeah. it's going to grow. You, there's anytime you see movies where there's like scorched earth, there's still a plant that grow grows back. through the ground. It's, and it's, why did she grab more than one fucking herb? I was like, grab a bunch. What are you doing? <laughs> you could all take it and show She's up and hiding, beat their man. ass. Yeah, but you grab one, it takes a, an extra second. Grab two more, and then Shuri. Okay, I want to. I want to point out one thing before I forget it. Okay, so. <laughs> This is stupid. You're going to smack shit. I'm sorry. I got to do it. So, all right. So, they uh, they go to the man-ape, right? Mbaku. Mm-hmm. Mbaku. Yeah. Right? And Mbaku's like, uh, I'm going to feed you to my children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I'm just kidding. We're just vegetarians. But fishermen found T'Challa. So, if you, <laughs> why are you fishing? What are they fishing for? What are they? They're fishing to feed for their rhinos. Are, so yeah, vegetarian can't eat fish? Well, no, are they well, pescatarians? Technically, there, there are some vegetarians that do eat fish. Okay. They're called pescatarians. Yeah, so, maybe they just yeah. don't eat like land animals. It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out before I forgot. I got, I got you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, my other question. Does Forrest Whitaker just come into movies to die now? Is this his thing? He Rogue One, similar thing. He shows up, fucking saves them, and then dies. This one, he just likes to show up and die. It's not yeah. more of a rhetorical question, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, 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 becoming, he's becoming very... Uh, Do you feel like he was, he was a strong actor in this movie? He Not was just kind of a name. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's very Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like the term now. Yeah, him it's, and him yeah. and Angela Bassett were yes. just kind of. Yeah, I just liked whoa, him whoa, in Ghost whoa, Dog. Whoa, I thought whoa. that he. Well, Angela yeah. was awesome. Let's be very like, clear. See, I thought she. I, I thought her name was just I there. I thought she was. She looked like Storm. She did. She yes. Yeah, she had the voice. She should have been. Oh, she should have been Storm. No, oh, yeah. Back, back in the back day, when she did strange days. Yeah, she would have been. Do you think is is her hair white and did it? I feel like they did her. She had white dreads in the second. I feel like they did that as a direct like, hey, this girl should have been Storm. No, uh, his mother. Does she have white hair? She has white hair. Yeah. Okay. But they're both. I mean, it was the image was so striking, and with her having the accent, it's just like she looked like Storm. Yeah, she's she still looks great. But both of them, Angela and Forrest, like their presence on screen is really all you need. Like you just, it it doesn't matter. What about uh, no one's giving any love to Sterling K. Brown? Sterling K. Brown is was the shit. I really love him uh, from watching. Uh, 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 People versus OJ. He was great in that, and then he's in This Is Us. Uh, I like but, he's like uh, they're not going to knock again. They won't knock again. <laughs> they won't knock a second time. You better open the door. Yeah. <laughs> I like how the younger Zuri also had a fucked up eye. How about that? <laughs> I, I noticed that too. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they found somebody to fucking match Forrest Whitaker's eye. It's great. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know what? It's terrible, but it's, it's fucking true. good. It's, 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 it's true. continuity's sake, right? Yeah. Zuri uh, has an eye for an eye. Apparently, this first cut of this. Oh shit! Oh boy! <laughs> I like that. I missed that I one. You laughed. I missed that one. Oh, so, <laughs> Apparently, so late on the trigger. Everybody. It's first. His first cut of this movie was four hours long. I think he should put that whole thing out on DVD. Oh, I would watch. Fuck yeah! Yeah, right? I would definitely watch. You want to see this or the that. the actual cut of Justice League? I'm, I'm fucking. I'd rather this. see this. You know what's weird about the Justice League DVD commercials I've seen of this movie? It's almost like they're showing us another movie. Have you noticed that? There's clips in the commercials sorry, for the I don't DVD watch commercials yeah, anymore, that are, weren't I, yeah. in the movie. Come on, Emran. Yeah, I refuse to watch anything else. Justice Who is League? watching commercials? I, well, I fast forward through them, but still, I'm like, okay, this looks just, like yet just, another movie. You just contradicted yourself. Okay, here's the big question. Big question. Oh. Two big questions. Will Thanos be able to top fucking Killmonger? 
as a as as a as, a, as the be, as the best villain. No, no, no but they're not, they're not the same kind of villain. That's, yeah. But that's a huge problem. He's one dimensional. Well, uh, I, it's hard to. I mean, he's, it's definitely going to be different. They, they could, it's not going to have the same personal. No, it's not going to have that 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 person. I mean, he's a purple fucking guy. He, he, there's no <laughs> way you can have even the, the same in terms of the, the, the way they rela- make him. You, well, you can't even relate to Thanos. There's no, no pathos. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, it, but they still could do some stuff with him and raise some interesting questions. But yeah, there's no way. He's just got to be but like this. Is the thing mm. like uh, uh, Infinity War doesn't have to be a better character movie. No. It has to be a better action, action movie. movie. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that action has got to be, be tight. All Infinity War really has to do is, like you said, be a great action film and try to make some coherent sense of a story that weaves through three or four different narratives. Right. With 75 like, people like in the they movie. Ha- they could have made this movie without any major action pieces yeah. uh, to support it. It would have been a different kind of movie, but it would still tell the same story in a lot of ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. Um, okay. Big question. What did the movie live up to this hype? I was very nervous uh, running in the run up to this movie. The hype, the hyperbole was there. And in a lot of ways it did, but in some ways it didn't. I think this one actually gets really close to living up to the hype that was there. Right. I would say it lived up to the hype. Yeah, no, I I definitely think it lived up to the hype, but you know, as, as Roboy mentioned, there's definitely some things that it did not it did not amount to when you wanted it to. It's just when you take, and this is the the problem is like you have the Russo brothers movies that yep. set a standard for action for Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. And when it doesn't get that, you always feel like you're being like, okay, this isn't isn't to par. Yeah, I'm being as cheated. far as that. And I, I so demand it, more. That, yeah, so that's the only reason why it wouldn't live up to the hype. Every other every other thing in this movie is is perfect. Yeah. So it really that's is. The only, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think it. Uh, this is the closest because I, mean, I don't think any movie ever completely lives up to the hype. It's impossible. This one fucking uh, gets. I'd very say Avengers. Close. Yeah. I mean, but even the hype. Like, can you imagine that coming out now? Like the hype for that See, wasn't that Avengers huge. Avengers has no precedent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was new. So, it was brand new. Like just by the nature of bringing all those characters on screen at the same time, that you, you've met all the expectations, oh. and then Justice League tried to do that. Right. And fail. But, you see how it, difficult that is with yeah. Justice League. And it's all they, they, did, it, they did it the reverse if way. If they would have done yeah. it first, though, yeah. Yeah. it would have been it would have been lauded. Yeah. yeah. But they just yeah. showed us a j- shittier version of the Avengers. Is all you they can't did. do it after right. it's been done. <laughs> with less and less than yes. Yeah. 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 Right, so with, with the same director. Yeah. <laughs> well, let, let, <laughs> but this isn't a Justice League bash. Sp- Speaking of hype, look, Marvel has to restart this hype machine now for Infinity War that's coming out in May. Well, it's can we even stand this much hype? I'm kind of hyped out. Like this is crazy. Like how big will this hype go? And can anything stand up to it? Like I really think the the awareness of Infinity War anywhere is near be Black weird. Panther hype. It's not. That's crazy. Just, You're talking about Avengers. Yeah, yeah Infinity or, War. This thing's yeah, like, it's a different kind of hype. I mean, this isn't it a is. cultural thing. You know, this. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. is in a sense that this is the first time we're seeing all these characters together. But it's how important could it? to people in a different right. way. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting in different ways. Yeah. Huh. Yes. Very interesting in perspective after this. Uh, fun story here. <laughs> I mean, not, Imran, yeah. not every movie can be this. No. Like th- this is. No, this, this is, is like in a bottle. One, yeah, lightning in a bottle. This, this is the next this, time this is yeah. going to be a thing is yeah. when there's like a lead Hispanic or a lead yeah. Asian or a yeah. lead yeah. Arab character. You yeah. know, like that. That's going to be think, different. Now, like do you think that Disney's going to catch or 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 movie studios are going to catch on to this and start? Well, will Hollywood learn their lesson and now they see the money? Start doing, but but start monetizing this idea. Well, how many copycats are we going to get? 
Shit, man. When it, when you've made three hundred million in seven days, <laughs> yeah, yeah, copycats are about. They're coming. They're but coming. I, see, I think that also ruins it. They drive it into the ground. They burn everyone out, and they make shittier yeah. versions of this. And it kind of degrades into a parody of itself. This is what I'm afraid of. I hope that doesn't happen. Hey, man. Yeah. If I mean, as someone as a, a, a minority, a half a minority, yeah. Any opportunities for minorities, even if they're shitty, I'm. I'm Exactly. There's not a lot. No. 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 I am. No. But you're right. Look, all I got is fucking Pakistanis who are cab drivers and they make donuts. And Super Indian. That's it. We and, talked and, about yeah, it. Super <laughs> Indian. There's an Indian superhero called Super Indian. Hey, Imran, man. Very creative. What, Captain Marvel that. <laughs> Kamala Khan is coming. Oh, dude. It'll happen. Yeah. Well, they're doing it in uh, the greatest America. It'll probably happen before an Asian guy gets cast Pro- as a major. Pro- well, probably. Probably. I mean, not a, Pakistani is Asian, but yeah. you know, like yeah. East Eastern Asian. Right. Right. Well, the greatest American hero reboot, uh, they cast uh, the girl from uh, New Girl, who plays Cece, Hannah Simone, to play an uh, Indian American who gets these powers. It's kind of like Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. I'm kind of excited well, for that. Well, my time has passed. Super Grover already came and gone. Super Grover. That's right. A filthy yeah, superhero. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> my, my hopes and dreams are over. Here? Four. Here's a fun yeah, that story. Was that was Super Grover. Uh, the uh, Listener, you may or may not know that uh, Wakanda with a K is a fictional uh, Marvel country, but Wakanda with a C is a small suburb of a small town just an hour outside of Chicago. <laughs> and uh, people have been harassing them. <laughs> Apparently, people live. Imagine if, like, busloads of people just started showing They're up. Like, hey, where's the we Black Panther? We're here in Wakanda. <laughs> where's the casino? People living in Wakanda, Illinois, have been receiving calls and emails from people with questions about Wakanda with a K and whether the city was planning on changing anything about itself to celebrate the movie. They want to know. They call and they shout Wakanda forever, and they ask them if they have any vibranium. And uh, the, <laughs> the mayor of Wakanda is a very confused. Slightly confused. Uh, doesn't know what's going on, and they wish just oh my like God. the real Wakanda. These Dude, if I was the mayor, I would milk it. You I would get to. a gigantic panther and stick it in the middle of the city. Hell these yeah. Wakandans also want to be left alone, just like the fucking town country of Wakanda in the past. So I thought that was funny. I also want to share a couple of uh, awesome memes posted to our Facebook group. This one from Dion Robertson. I'll put all this in the the show notes, uh, where it's a picture of uh, Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> from uh, before and Forrest Whitaker in Black Panther and his eye is clearly fixed and it says, well, it's the poster, <laughs> it's the poster. But, and he says, welcome to Wakanda. Our nation is so advanced. We fixed Forrest Whitaker's eye. Uh, That's gold right there. You guys. <laughs> That's fucking gold. <laughs> I didn't make it. I just saw it. I, I didn't see how Robertson posted it. I thought his it was eye funny. is doing a lot better. Oh, it, right, is, so I'm it, done. Is, it is. It is. <laughs> his eye is definitely uh, perky right it's, now. It's very easy to fix that in Photoshop, too, these days. Yeah. Yo, but Ghost Dog will still fuck you up. Ghost man. Dog, The Way of the Samurai, is a badass movie, dude. So, that's right it's a fucking great movie and then Adam Morris this one's been going around you guys may have seen this Adam yeah, Morris posted funny. this where it's a tweet someone's retweeted this tweet the original tweet says can you imagine the cries of racism if they made a movie about a superhero king in a secret Scandinavian country and called it White Panther uh, and the guy retweets it and comments what a dumbass he says that's <laughs> Thor they made it three times all writers complaining huge, about Black Panther is my new favorite moron. thing so funny this is why this is why they shouldn't give people phones yes they should this not, is the exact reason have why, have permit. This, yeah. is, this is why the the everybody having a voice is not the best sometimes no. uh yeah, at least recognize when you're being yes. an idiot. Yeah. and also we made that white panther joke like months ago remember come on it's not original 
We did? <laughs> I totally did. I was like, I bet Trump's going to be like, where's my White Panther? Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on tape, people. Go go, 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 check it out. Damn it. Uh, I didn't. I just. You can predict stupidity. I can Congratulations. predict. Congratulations. Stu- what stupid white people are going to say in the future. It's of useless power. Stupid radar is going off. Yeah. What's next for the MCU, guys? I wanted to ask, what do you guys want to see? We already talked about the hype machine in Infinity War. Uh, you know, with this Disney Fox deal. I would love to see Storm and Black Panther relationship. I'm telling you, the next movie is going to be the North Star movie. The North Star? You mean the that's the gay Canadian superhero? I think he's from, Asian, from too. Alpha I think Flight. we're hitting all three boxes. I think we got everything. Sure. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> what if they're going to be smart about this, they got to nail it right now. <laughs> got to do it. I, I actually, Lock I, it up, dude. Uh, uh, just, just a quick note. I think yeah. for the next, like, if, if Disney is actually considering... Like their next minority superheroes yes. movies. Yes. Uh, my predictions are as follows. I think they'll do a, a Kamala Khan Ms. as Miss Marvel. Marvel eventually. Okay. okay. I think their Hispanic character will eventually be Miles Morales as Spider Man. Uh, okay. Yep. Yep. And then I think I their Asian guy will be, if they ever can make this movie, Amadeus Cho Hulk? No. Namor. Oh. That's my next thing is show me fucking Namor in Atlantis now. Make me fall in love with Atlantis like you did with Wakanda. I don't think they have the full rights, which is why they haven't. If Universal done it yet. has the rights. Yeah. 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 Same thing. But I, I'd say yeah. Namor would be would, would be a perfect uh Well, we're getting Asian Miles guy. Morales animated at the end of this year. Yeah. Already. Yeah, Cameron and I did a whole like yeah. exploratory thing of all If you uh sign up to the Patreon artists. last last episode's bonus show Patreon, we literally went like We just went on Google non white superheroes. Like what character. are the Asian superheroes? What are the Mexican superheroes? What are the Indian superheroes? <laughs> there's a lot of them. Nobody knows any of them, but there's a lot of them. Well, I think that every person should do this. Yeah. yeah. Like know your shit. Yeah. Like try and know what's out there, yeah. what to get behind if you want to go and get into some shit, go to the comic book store and go get them of this shit. It's there. You would TJ did there. pick up the trades. Man, uh, you I'm will not you. be I disappointed. All over it. Did all you get it. any of the the Tanahisi coats run? I did not get any of those. No, okay, I, unfortunately. But again, this stuff good. is still coming. Let's be very yeah. clear. I'm not done. No, it's still it's not going. <laughs> no, the Amazon packages are going to oh, be they're just rolling in very being dropped off every few days. Yeah, buddy. Unfortunately, the cheaper way to buy trades, even though you want to support your local comic book store, but you can't beat the prices on Amazon, people. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, man. It's tough. Uh, it if tough. you want me to buy there, fucking bring your prices down. Uh, and then finally, <laughs> my question: Do you guys think Wakanda is going to survive Infinity War? Will they pull an Asgard sure. and destroy it? No. no, no, no! Don't do that. No, we can destroy all the fictional white places you can imagine. Sokovia. Yeah, we can just do that. <laughs> but we got to keep Wakanda going. Leave Wakanda alone. Yes. Besides, I don't think. I mean, they got that, that shit would locked be, down. That would be Zack Snyder huge misc if right. you if you went in Avengers: Infinity War and, and just then bombed just blew Wakanda. Up Wakanda, right? <laughs> and the, the first scene. Remember everything you loved in that right. last movie? Right. No, it's got to endure. It's got to keep going. I think it's it it remains there to be a beacon of light and yeah. hope for everyone. Wow, that sounded so fucking that, cheesy. That's that pretty good, Rugs. That was very <laughs> Superman esque. Yes, he's a beacon <laughs> of light. Truth. He fights for truth and sometimes justice. There you go. Stupid Henry Cavill with a fake mustache. Uh, hey, Henry Cavill was not bad. <laughs> no. No, it's he wasn't. It's not his fault. It's not his it's fault. Not it his really fault. is not his fault. He's just giving some it's shit. It's the people who couldn't fucking figure that shit out. Like, just have him grow a beard. Be super bearded Superman. Yeah, who cares? Just put yeah. a beard on. Yeah. All right. I got a couple uh. of emails I want to share, and then we will wrap it up. Uh, we have an email from Blake Braden. Uh, remember, Ruggs, that uh, he uh, his last email he addressed to Anthony Imran and... And uh, we deducted points because he didn't say rug boy. 
Yeah. So he writes, greetings, Mr. Rugberto Bambino. Ooh. I sincerely apologize for leaving you out of my previous statement about the show. I That's know right. I know the felty people have been discriminated against for some time. Yes. You are indeed one of the many bright spots of the show. As always, try and stay clear of the felty police. Stay away from space heaters and make sure to always wear protection when walking your dogs. Have a great week. Nerd. Blake Braden. Thank I you. I have fucked up doing all those things many times. Yes, too, so, too late. Okay. The fuck all right. Hurt. He's all melted and dogs. Have I hit appreciate him. it. <laughs> I appreciate the acknowledgement break. Uh, yes, but see, he acknowledged well, you, Blake. Or Balake. Ba- if we're going to get Balake Braden. How do you say your name, Blake? Tell us. Let us know. Okay. <laughs> next email from Jimmy the Geek. Hey there, Imran, Anthony, and Rugs. Okay. Points right away. He put Rugs in. So I'm sure you just gave an awesome review of Black Panther. So I wanted to add a little fun tidbit to this week's show. As I've mentioned in the past, I previously worked in sports journalism. My first ever sports writing gig was my sophomore year at Fresno State when I became the school's sports editor. I covered our team's first football game of the season against Sacramento State. Guess who started at running back that night for Sacramento State? None other than Black Panther director Ryan Coogler. Oh, shit. He was actually a hell of a college player and led his team in both rushing and receiving that night, although we won the game. From there, I believe he went to USC Film School. That, my friends, is the definition of jockin' and nerdin'. Jockin' nerd! Anyway, I thought you guys would get a kick out of that. Just finished phase one of my MCU marathon to Infinity, Avengers Infinity War. Really fun to go through and watch each movie in order to see how well these characters were developed. Also, it's crazy to witness how far this franchise has advanced after seeing Black Panther and comparing that to the phase one films. It's been a fun ride. Take care, peeps. Jimmy the Geek out. That's cool. I love that story. That is really awesome. I had no idea. Yeah. I don't know. He likes sports and Ryan he likes Coogler, comics. I, I'll say Ryan Coogler. Creed was awesome. Fruit, Fruit of Vale Station was, was really good. He was still, even with Creed, though, he was still like kind of like, uh, uh, you know, you knew him if you watch films. Yeah. Right. But the mainstream didn't know him. And, and right. I'm really happy that this happened. And now it's like. Damn, Ryan Coogler. Like, let's, what's and he going to do young next? Dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, he's, 31, he's 31 years old. This is only his third full length movie he's directed. That's unbelievable. And I, and I have to imagine that, like, this, even though this was his first, the CGI wasn't the best. Like, like if he continues to do well, he's blockbusters, probably figured like, it get, out. I think yeah. he'll get better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, he's never going to make the same mistake. No, no. I mean, I think the stuff we learned, like, next time he'll fucking blow it out of the park. I, I mean, I'm, I'm already on the, like, if Black Panther, Black Panther, Black Panther Two has to have him, like Creed Two isn't going to have him, and I'm already like down on Creed Two. Yeah, yeah. Sylvester yeah. Stallone's directing that. Which is, I don't know if it's him directing or if they well, had someone else. Somebody yeah, else. It's not. Yeah, it's not Coogler. It's not Coogler. Coogler's doing another story about. Uh, I forgot it's some true story about some guy a crime. Shit, that's bad details. That's I don't remember. Really good. I, that sounds like a hell of a movie. Google it, it, motherfuckers. <laughs> Last email for the episode from our buddy listener Steve Lee, who joined the Facebook group this week, who also joined the Patreon this week. Steve Lee's the best. Here's what he says. First, great podcast. I look forward to it every week, and I'm going back and listening to every episode. I grew up as a jock, but I'm a nerd at heart, so it hits me just right. Jock question, though. I'm a Philly guy, so super biased, but I wanted to hear all your thoughts on Super Bowl 52. I know Anthony picked the Pats, so curious on all your quick thoughts, and where does it rank on the (laughs) all-time Super Bowl list to an unbiased fan? Thanks. Great question. Uh, Can the non-sports guy go first? Oh, I, I thought he wouldn't give a fuck about what your answer was, but go ahead. Well, then, (laughs) that's why I just want to get it out of the way. 
I think you'll be surprised. I do know that this Super Bowl had the lowest ratings since 2009 Super Bowl. But uh, what a fucking exciting game. Like, I got to give props to both teams to keeping it interesting to the very end. Crazy shit like you're throwing it to the fucking quarterback. <laughs> I, I got to like, give props it? for yeah. both teams keeping Good. it interesting. I, they wrote a great script for this. Like, it kept me involved. I love the character <laughs> development. I love the twists. Uh, there's a, uh, the guy's running. Where's the, where's the quarterback? Oh, he's all the way over there. He just caught the ball. Uh, it's oh, crazy. This is terrible. But I did. I thought it was. I thought it was a good game. <laughs> I hated Justin Timberlake's outfit. I don't know what he was wearing. I'm glad that Amron's crashing and burning there. That's good. So That's bad. why I started. So okay, bad. I'm out. People who are relevant and can give better opinions, go. TJ, uh, what'd you think? Okay, go ahead. Uh, you, ooh, uh, uh, mm. ooh, I hate to just say as this, but I, I, didn't, I, didn't, uh, <laughs> I hate to say I didn't participate this year. You, you didn't watch the Super Bowl at all? We are over two. Year. Let's oh, go. Unlike Imran, yep. he decides to uh, tell the truth. Yeah, about no, his opinion. Opinion. Good for you. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, right. Can't do it. Uh, Brugs. <laughs> oh, God. I did, watch, uh, <laughs> I did watch half of the game. Wait, saving Anthony for last. Yeah. Uh, I did watch half of the game, and the half that I watched was very interesting. And... Uh, I don't know if it was the best Super Bowl, but it was definitely fun to watch because I wanted to see fucking Brady get his ass kicked, and that's what exactly what happened. Good. He's won so, five. Let Somebody else win. Anthony, yeah, give I us- I just to be like, fuck you, Brady. Yeah, fuck Tom and Brady. Was uh, Anthony, give us the jock reaction. Uh, I, I picked the Pats. Um, Eagles were kind of an upset. Either way, I think I- I don't know if I said it on the show, but either way, I thought it would be a really good story in terms yeah. of either the Pats yeah. are continuing this dynasty or the Eagles with this backup QB that just started playing uh, or just got the job like two or three weeks prior to the Super Bowl is now- Crazy. them to a Super Bowl. So either way, it was a good story. Philly's not won since 1961, I believe. So wow. really good story for them. Um, overall, really, really, really good game. Uh, where's a rank? Uh, shoot, that, that's really hard to say. It's probably in the top 10 of all really? Super Bowls of all time. Yeah, it was, yeah, I mean, very competitive game right down the end. Uh, good story. Um, I guess the only thing I didn't like is I'm just not a, I'm not really a Philly fan. Right. So other than that, though, I mean, Everything you would want in a, in a in a deciding game for it a, was a championship. Yeah. yeah, they deliver. As a person who doesn't watch football, I have a code that I use. Okay. Whenever I'm watching a game, yeah. So number one, yeah. Whoever is closest to my coast is who I root for. Okay. Now, uh, now you got you like New England yeah. and, and 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 Pennsylvania, which are both kind of close to where I am at, yeah. New York. New England's closer. Now I gotta be like, which accent's more annoying? <laughs> okay. New England, way more annoying. Can't go with it. So I got to go with the Philly. Philly accent can be. Uh, now, it's, if yeah. I can't decide, if it's like really at a deadlock, yeah. now it's just about the uniforms. Okay. Like whoever's got the cooler helmet. Okay. That's who I would okay. so if you If you apply that to I your like life. That. I like that. You I like will always checklist. have someone to root for. There you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anthony, what is the number one best Super Bowl game then? In your opinion. Oh, man. That's hard to say. Mm. Uh <sighs> I mean, the one the a couple of years ago with the the Patriots and the Seahawks was insane. Just that oh, ending. I kind of remember that. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. They, I mean, the Seahawks basically had a chance to win it if they would have just ran the football, but they decided to throw it and uh, they threw an interception to basically end the game. Uh, oh, that one, yeah, uh, Titans, one. Rams, uh, Rams, Patriots. When Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl was super like. There's just many. There's tons of good Super Bowls. Granted, I've only I've only seen like shit. 20 of them okay out of the 52 no, I've, I've only yeah. i'm 30 now but i've you know i wasn't watching the super bowl when i was you don't go nine. back and watch When's them? the last time that the bears won 85 85 that was not a very good uh very good super bowl 
I mean, it was a, no. good if you were a Bears fan, but as far as watching, I mean, it was over. It wasn't. It was. It was over. The Bears were so good. Oh, that there it was, was a over. They beat the Patriots. They they were they won like oh, forty six wow. to ten. Yeah. I watched the thirty for thirty uh, about that year and that Super Bowl is really good. Uh, like that was a my, hell of a team. That's a hell of a team. One of my favorite parts is Walter Payton di- didn't get to touch the ball and run yeah. a touchdown in the Super Bowl because Dicka's like, look, everybody was covering him. I can't give him the ball. He was distracting everyone. And Payton's like, man, I just wish I got the ball once. I got yeah. a touchdown. And I was Matt like, Matt Suey, the fullback, got a couple touchdowns. Uh, the the fridge got a touchdown, but not the uh, uh, fucking arguably Walter one Payton, of the best bears yeah. of all time. I do. I remember. I knew all the words to the Super Bowl shuffle. That's for fucking sure. It's <laughs> rapping that shit. <laughs> the worst fucking song ever. I knew all the words. We are the, the Bears. Bears. Yeah. The Bears. The Bears. The TJ, Bears. are you not? Are you a you not a football fan? No, it's not that I, I'm a football fan. Okay. Um, I'm much more of a basketball fan. So ah. we talk NBA. I'm all ah, about it. Gotcha. But, uh, but I think my favorite Super Bowl was actually it was last year's, and the reason why is that everybody turned it off. Yeah, never count everybody them out. Everybody turned the it off. So yeah. I'm like the second half. I'm like, man, we can just kind of bullshit. We popped in Madden. Uh, you know, fucking play trivia, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, 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 what happened? Like, I, I just, wait a minute, I literally, you were down, and two I, minutes left, you were losing. <laughs> Everybody had left, like we started wrapping up the party, like it was done, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, so just won. It's like, yeah. How the fuck did that happen? So no, I'm definitely a football fan. I'm just, I'm much more, uh, I'm much more NBA, all NBA, right all on. NBA, all. Uh, Oh, actually, I'm I'm a huge pro wrestling guy too. Does that count? Oh shit! Sport? Really? Ooh, now That's you're getting old. on the yeah. nerdy side. Yeah, oh, you like oh, Anthony? Yeah. But oh, with, well, uh, why, why is he like me? I don't I mean, like pro wrestling. Oh, sorry. No, you don't like pro wrestling. <laughs> talking about sports. Yes, <laughs> that's all. That's all. Like, uh, DJ, man, thanks for hanging out with us. I hope oh, you had man. a good time. We loved having oh, you. Yes. You are welcome back anytime uh, awesome. to come on. Anytime Hell you want to yeah. geek out. Why don't you tell the listener where they could check your stuff out? Oh my goodness! So obviously, you know. One third of the, the trio that is Voice from the Underground, the podcast. We're all over Facebook. Uh, you can get us wherever you, you guys take in your podcast from. So Spreaker, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Apple. We're, we're, we're all over the place. Um, starting to do, starting getting a, a spinoff show going on called Gaming Thrones. It's going to be kind of more of a pop culture uh, movies, games, comics, wrestling, more of the things that are a little bit more near and dear to my heart that I, I just I love talking about. I love sharing my passion and my culture. Um, my history and, and what I love, what I'm all about with with the world. So uh, big things coming, man. But guys, I I've been wanting to do this for so long. We made uh, this was like a this was like here. a make a wish for TJ. Yeah, we made his dreams come true. And I can say, Jack, is he sick? <laughs> TJ, is he terminally <laughs> ill? What are you talking about? Make a wish. He'll, he'll get better now. We just made his, uh, yeah, his life brighter. I feel brighter. better already. I feel better already. Oh, you got to good, talk about good. Black Panther. Come on, the Jock and Nerd. We'd love oh, to yeah. have you. I can't wait to just do this again tomorrow night with you guys. All right, all right. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Yeah, so listener, subscribe to Voice from the Underground podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. Follow Rugs. Where, Rugs? At Really Rug Boy on Twitter. On the Twitters. Subscribe to our show. If you want some merch, visit jockinner.com slash shop. Beat yourself a t-shirt with Rugboy swearing on it. Uh, it's all the rage. All the kids are doing it, I think. I don't know. I don't know any kids, actually. So, uh, And, of course, tell a friend. Spread the geekery. Let's grow the empire stupidity. Thank you for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. Hey, we'll hear you next week. <laughs> 
Wakanda forever. <laughs> Can I say that? I'm felty. I don't know if I should be able to say that. Forever, please. It's sounding good. Wakanda forever. Somebody give this man a shield. That's the if best line that hasn't happened yet. Do you know the way? <laughs> Do you know the way? Well, uh, everybody's gonna go take a pee, so I'm just gonna gonna sit here and make your mind's job harder by continuing to talk. So he thinks he can just cut out this talk break, but he can't because I'm still talking, and I'm just gonna keep going. He has no idea, no idea this is happening. Because uh, yeah, he went to go pee, and Red Boy went to go pee, and everybody went to go pee, but me. Peter, uh, before the show.